Freedom 35. Five, five, five. Dude, start the podcast. Wow. You recording, Gordon? <laughs> Gordon recording. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Freedom 35ers Cardano NFT podcast, episode 18. Technically, episode 19 for all the OGs out there. My name is Tommy. I go by T-O-W-M-Y. My name is TJ. I go by Lazy T. And I am the other Tom. I go by Lavish Bear. And tonight, we're joined by our very special guest tonight, CNFT's first TikToker. It's Cardano Poppy. Welcome on, man. Hello, <laughs> hello. It's Cardano Poppy. What up, guys? How you guys doing? Doing great. Doing great, man. Glad to have you on, man. It's, uh, it's an honor. Oh, uh, I have to... I have to preface that also it's uh cnft's first tiktoker probably probably <laughs> probably <yeah. laughs> disclaimer right <laughs> cnft's biggest tiktoker you could do that most popular most energized Possibly, i'd say yeah. probably the most fun tiktoker <laughs> you heard it here like, first uh, biggest biggest tiktoker you heard it here first we just called it that's news <laughs> okay that's it it's Done. me Intro it out. No, <laughs> no, nah, man. I appreciate you jumping onto the show tonight, man. It's the third guest we've had on to the podcast. And man, it gets more and more fun every time we get to do these. You know, we get to all loosen up a little bit, just talk CNFTs, you know, learn about, you know, different perspectives from different people inside the space. And of course, man, you've got a great, uh, great eye on, uh, on this entire Cardano market and being involved with different projects, man. I'm excited to get into some topics tonight, man. It's going to be fun. So yeah, let's do it. I'm bringing you into this, man. Um, Poppy, just to kind of bring this in with all of our guests, man, can you give us a little bit of background about yourself, how you got into Cardano and uh, the CNFT ecosystem itself? I, I, I would love to, but I have to ask, why Lavish Bear? <laughs> it's, uh, it's just from an old gamer tag. I think that was my first one ever on Xbox Live, I guess it was back then. I mean, I guess I'd had gamer tags on like Counter-Strike and things like that before, but when you actually kind of had to lock one in and couldn't change it all the time, that was the first one. Yeah, you know that auto assign on the Xbox, you log right on, it just gives you that random name combined right there. It was Lavish Bear and it just stuck, right? And before so that- we kind of kicked this off, I was like, all right, I just need like a dumb name that I've used for a while that, you know, I recognize for, for Twitter, you know, you get your little avatar name on there. So I went with one that I'd used for a while that these guys would recognize, never... You know, back then we weren't even expecting to do this. And then, you know, now here we are. So it's kind of stuck. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> but he always goes by the other Tom because like prior to our friend group, I was always Tommy um, and he went by Tommy as well. So mm-hmm. I met him in about eighth grade. He was uh, my brother's with uh, with TJ and them in their class. And uh, he'd be, he'd be, we needed to switch the names up. We couldn't have two Tommies in the group. So he became Tom. So now as there is, he's always the other Tom in there as he gets introduced. Um, <laughs> so it's funny because we got three T's in here. We got triple T. We got Tommy, Tom, and TJ. So it's, it's, it's dope. Triple T's. Triple T's. But uh, yeah, dude, jumping back, uh, Cardano Poppy, I guess that's also a good intro too. So as far as getting into Cardano and seeing of T's also, how did you get that name? uh randomly as fuck i was always <laughs> I, I was just walking around with my can i curse yeah of course oh bro fuck yeah i was walking around sorry i'm like i'm, I'm i used to be a sailor so I well, we do get fines by youtube but we'll just forward them your way you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh well when i first started getting into cardano i was doing what i think everybody was doing right like they 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 like retweet a giveaway 
Yeah, I, yep. like, I was annoying the fuck out of all my friends. That was me. They were like, they were like, stop. <laughs> and I was like, all right, all right, I'll create another account. <laughs> but I created another account and I called myself DCA Bleezy, which is, okay. you know, a dollar cost average Bleezy. Bleezy, there you go. And uh, so I was like, all right, cool. I'm just going to go by that name, whatever. Like, I was just using it to repost stuff. And then I realized that, um, you know, that there was a need, there was kind of a need, there's a the space for someone to do CNFT news on TikTok, which uh, nobody was doing and nobody is doing still. <laughs> so yeah. I was kind of shocked by it because um, my background is in music and I actually have my master's in music business. Oh, wow. And so I, I have all this information about just how, you know, marketing and, and PR and, you know, how social media it has such an impact on getting the word out for projects, for people, whatever brands. And I was shocked that nobody was doing CNFT, you know, TikToks yet. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, I guess I'll be the first. Yeah. So I hopped on it right away and I started doing uh, CNFT news. And just, I guess, over the time, like, um, I needed a name. Like, I was like, okay, I need a better name than DCA Bleezy. Um, and my girlfriend was like, why don't you call yourself Cardano Poppy? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That's a great name. It's fucking catchy, so bro. I'll tell you that. Name. Yeah. So I changed my name to Cardano Poppy. Uh, you know, shout out to Champagne Poppy. Love you, Drake. Yo, um, I have a funny story real quick this morning. As we're, as we're leaving, I'm like, hey, but, you know, we, with my fiance, I'm leaving the house. I'm like, hey, by the way, tonight, you know, we're recording the podcast. Um, she goes, oh, yeah, aren't you doing that with Champagne Poppy tonight? And I was like, no, babe, we're not doing that with Drake, uh, you know, but, I, you know, dope. But shout out to, shout out <laughs> to Cardano week. Poppy, though. <laughs> Killed me this morning. <laughs> yeah, somebody was like, are you the Drake of Cardano? And oh, like, for sure. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I started doing Cardano Poppy, and I realized that somebody had to handle Cardano Poppy. But this guy, um, he was doing the same thing I was. He was just retweeting for giveaways. Yeah. So I was like, oh, he'll, he won't care. So I just started doing it. So I started all of my intro videos and very early when I started doing the, the TikToks, I would say, uh, hey, everybody, this is Cardano Poppy or DCA Bleezy. And I started saying that over, and that was what I would usually introduce myself in. But over time, I would post my TikToks um, and I would get the saved recordings and I would post them on Twitter because that's where the CNFT community lives, right? Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. posted them on Twitter and then that started getting the traction because uh, still, uh, as much as I talk about TikTok, uh, I think the older like millennial and up generation don't really think of TikTok as a, as a means for information yet. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's hard to get those people that are kind of set in their ways because most people actually only got on Twitter the last couple of months because of CNFTs and NFTs, which oh, yeah. is crazy to me because I had Twitter for a long time, but I wasn't using it for Same. years until NFTs. Yep. So most people are stuck on Twitter for now. And I, but I think that the move to TikTok is going to happen. And I just thought, hey, I might as well be the first person to do it. Yeah, first um, mover, for sure. Mover advantage. <laughs> so um, it slowly, the community embraced me um, and saw that I wasn't, you know, just shilling projects for, you know, there are a lot of people, a lot, there are a lot of influencers on <laughs> Cardano that are just, <laughs> just for the NFTs. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll talk about your project and you shoot me two NFTs or that kind of transactional thing. And I don't really do that. Um, I only talk about the projects I love and I yeah. only talk about projects that I fuck with because I actually know the people in the community and I 
appreciate their work and I know how hard they're working behind the scenes. And that's what I talk about. Um, even more now, so now I'm now working with Future Fest and being a creator in the space. Now I even have a more focus of only want to promote projects that are, um, you know, have good teams behind them, yeah. long roadmaps and uh, are of quality artwork. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I mean, man. that's why when Tommy said this, you know, and I'll, especially, I mean, me and TJ don't get to jump in uh, to the Taco Tuesdays as much, but we jump in and listen. We may not get to speak as much. So we definitely listened in quite a bit. Um, I was excited for our, our show tonight because it's similar, you know, how you started was similar to how we kind of saw our space too, where there wasn't really a, a longer style like podcast format, especially with multiple people. There's a lot of kind of solo shows on YouTube that were just mm -hmm. doing shorter videos for updates. And we thought, hey, this'd be great. Just kind of hang out and chat and talk about what we enjoy and, and same kind of deal with the uh, projects. And it's, you only have so much time to go over so many projects. So eventually you're going to get so many requests from people that are even willing to pay where, you know, you kind of got to cut it off somewhere. We just end up so far focusing on the ones that we're actively involved with or that really catch our eye. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, At the I'm, end of the day, that's the best strategy, I think. Because when you do things for promotion and self-promotion, um, it can become a job. Yeah. yeah. A job and it's just so fucking boring. And it's like, you know, why are we even in this space if it's not to have financial freedom and also the decentralized freedom to say whatever the fuck we want yeah so it's like you know it's good to be able to to do things only because you want to do them because if not you i mean you could just be doing your nine to five forever absolutely oh yeah, yeah i mean we do this because it's fun right i mean even the the graphics and stuff i mean sometimes it takes a little bit of time but it's a creative process we all get to get involved with and it, it, it's enjoyable to do yeah, that's that's kind of how we wanted to kind of preface this because you can see like Tom is really everybody I think in our you know our group has kind of we were all you know just friends outside of this just talking crypto and NFTs and having fun. Eventually, when we decided to start a podcast, it's like how can we utilize those talents to actually do something? Tom's obviously tapped into a way, you know the creative side of his editing skills and getting us into a new spot to actually make us look legit out here. Um, you know, I kind of adopted a lot of the marketing role out there, just kind of chatting because I had a big interest in this to start. Um, TJ has been helping us out with the audio, with, uh, with discord, with other things, just kind of backing us up and, you know, getting involved with the community too. And everybody's kind of taking their own role. So it's fun, like to be able to engage and utilize your strengths as just a group of friends and, and enjoying what you do, I think is the big thing. Um, yeah, I think the, the, the biggest thing too, about this whole like influencing thing, um, and I fuck, I hate calling it influencing, Yeah, but <laughs> if that's what people say it is, yeah. um, the biggest thing about it is just having um having like principles i think mm -hmm. and having something to say um and then standing behind your principles uh, you know because i think uh i think there are a lot of people that are out here just trying to capitalize on their i mean look what happened to instagram right like people started making money on instagram and then it just became a 24-hour job for people and uh, it's like a big commercial see, almost instagram it's just now. a commercial yeah it's just a commercial and it's just like you know you could go down that road it's very lucrative and you could make a lot of money right. um i just don't know if that's something that i need in my life and i think that if anybody is looking to get into this kind of thing at least have something to say like don't right. just regurgitate things yeah be genuine i think that's the biggest advice i can say um from our standpoint is just you know people are gonna you know they're gonna see through the bs eventually if you guys are just you know you're shilling stuff and that's all you know they they, they see what you're 
trying to do they, you know but if you see they're gen generally interested in the, this space you're pushing it forward you have something to talk about or giving back in some way people are probably embrace you a lot quicker um and it's about the relationships you develop i think for us uh, especially it's it's getting the chance to talk to different people learning about their project and actually just generally getting to know them and being interested in what they have to say i, I think is is big for us and you're not you're not influencing your your cardano poppy so your parenting you're not influencing. <laughs> you're, you're parenting the TikTok community and then leading them along. Uh, no, I haven't heard that analogy right I'm there. <laughs> I'm helping with no financial advice, but I'm helping. I'm trying to for yeah. sure. No, we, you're definitely well respected in our eyes inside the community. Um, so I can definitely say that. And it's been an honor so far to also co host with you over on uh, seeing a Tea Taco Tuesday out there. That's been getting fun out there, man. Like yeah, co-co-host, you guys have so many people on that team now too. It just it's keeps growing. So fun. It's getting really fun. Like we did it. We did CNF if, uh, for you. If you're not a winner, uh, we host a space Tuesday nights called CNF Taco Tuesday, um, where we talk we talk about tacos and CNFTs, um, and it's been getting really fun. Like uh, so many, I think notable people in the space have yeah. just kind of dropped by. Like uh, people that are involved with DAOs, people are involved with really big projects, people are involved with, you know, just like the inner workings of Cardano. And um, it's 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 very casual, laid back. And I think uh, that's the best part about it on Tuesday nights is that, you know, it's it's welcoming and also it's kind of just silly. And yeah, I think that's what we all people talk very strict about Cardano and CTs yeah. and where's the graph going? And it's like, no, no, no. Like, what's your favorite taco? Yeah, that's the first question, right? What's your favorite <laughs> taco? Yeah, it's like, buddy, yeah. buddy, yeah, what's your favorite color? That's like, <laughs> welcome to CNT Taco Cuse. No, it's a good icebreaker for sure. And it's a nice chill spot outside of that. I know the guys um, over at Real Talk, they usually do the Tuesday nights about an hour before we get started. Um, and they I have some great, dude, shout out to Kato over um, David King and, um, Cinnamon. And cinnamon. Yeah, I was about to say cinnamon, bro. I just bought the Heartbreak Club last week. Congrats to them on that sellout as well. Um, but yeah, dude, shout, yeah, they're over there doing great things, have amazing guests onto that podcast. And then people about an hour later, if you're looking to keep chill, they jump over to our space and kind of hang out. I've seen a lot like towards the back end now. You see as their space is starting to wrap up, you see a lot of people kind of funnel in towards us on that later slot as, as we're always trying to end and it always extends like towards the back. So it's uh it's been fun, man. We had a lot of people, we had like 80 plus people the week before. I was gonna say, yeah, like almost 90 people. And I was hopping in and out of there that last week. We had a lot of big names in there. Yeah. Last week, last week was crazy. Last Dude. week was crazy. Dude, Pavia and then a Charlie Three jumping in there. Um, I even saw Dan from Crypto oh, Capital yeah, Venture in there jump yeah, in there. Yeah. Like it was it was wild um to see some of those. Did you see that? Yeah, I, I was there. CCB was in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it is wild, right? Coco Loco, yeah. Hot shot holler at him. <laughs> I still love my Coco Loco. I'm Yo, never I, selling. Dude, I got Long my two sil I got my two silvers. I got my <laughs> money back refunded. We'll just hang out with those things. I got a couple of loco nuts too, but we don't, you know, it's, it is what it is. But I'll never, yeah, those Coco Locos, those are like a memorabilia inside the CNFT community for sure. Yeah, that, that was a moment in what was the C flip one they did? Loco no, uh, no, loco. No nuts. no coco. Coco no no. Coco, no, no. <laughs> I like the artwork on Coco. No, <laughs> I saw uh, the other night we posted it. Someone did a happy hopper and the Coco no, no skin. I and did also, see that. why did I have to see that? It was so and, ridiculous. And he also did a, what do you call it? The, the Nuru. Uh, they went into yummy's chat and did like a Coco no, 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 Nuru doing like the wind slamming the wind button. 
dude it was so hilarious i'll have to find those when we get a sec um but dude yeah discord bro you can find some funny things inside of that stuff um and speaking of discord we just want to kind of jump into the show already we just wanted to shout out um you know that our discord has finally been open after i don't know how many months we've been doing this six months <laughs> finally finally getting a chance to open up into this stuff so um we just wanted to shout that out um it's been amazing to really grow uh, a community out there and actually have people support us so we just wanted to say thank you for everybody jumping in over this mm-hmm. past week it's Love been amazing in there it's been crazy. Um, you know, like I've never been on the computer and my phone more in the past week, um, <laughs> trying to answer people, but, um, it, it's fun, man. And, uh, Poppy, have you, have you got a, your own personal, like uh, Cardano Poppy discord or you guys, or where do you, uh, where... not, not, not yet. I'm waiting for like a good album. I'm waiting for the people to demand it before. Yeah. I'm yeah. That, that's kind of how we were at the same kind of boat, right? It's like, we, we're not doing this until people are like, you know, eventually like, hey, we're, you know, we want to talk to you kind of thing. And I think spaces were originally the original idea to do that, but we can, it's so hard to commit to a schedule. So we kind of got adopted by the CNFT Taco crew when we got a chance to talk to Vic. So it worked out perfect for us. Um, so this was finally our answer to get in there and it allowed us to explore a little bit of our like, creative freedom too. Like we've got so many different channels and just fun things inside there, like the showroom, the zip and flip room where, you know, if you sold something and you wanted to brag about it, like it's all just, it's like a community hub for CNFTs. Like our product is CNFTs. Like, you know, that's, there's and so it can bring a little bit of everybody, um, from different communities in, in one, it's almost like, like the 2,500 club or those guys who, you know, it's like, Hey, this is the project here that everybody go and, you know, do all this stuff. And it's like DJ central out there, but we're a little bit more, uh, I guess, reserved inside of ours. Um, shout, out, like, shout out to the 2,500 club. If you guys are listening. A hundred percent. I think, uh, DJ and Travis actually jumped into our discord today a little bit too, just to say hi. Um, so we've got a good, good group of people in there. We got invaded this week by the space tape club and doing our community polls. So many people jumped in there. So, um, it's been fun. There was a few others, but they were the biggest by far for sure. Yeah. We had Cardano bits. I was saying quite a few Cardano bits hopped in there Mm -hmm. as well. It's been crazy to see. So you guys got the win discord when drop, when are we getting that? (laughs) Hey, we, Tom, Tom's got some prototypes right now. We've sure. been playing around with a different uh, rockets lately. Um, but now we're, we've always explored that. And we, you know, that's always a conversation that we have. And, and we're just, we never want to sell anything that doesn't have value. And we're never going to do that, you know? Um, you know, we're not going to rush something in there until we're ready. So, and we have the demand, right? Um, so I think that's just something that's always on our mind. But for right now, you know, we're working that utility and all that out before we actually do anything. Yeah, first up, we're going to do uh, gentleman dates with me, TJ, or Tommy. We're going to do auctions. Uh, you're going to have to pay your way to Florida, though, or pay for us to come to you. Yeah, you can come down. Shout us out in Orlando. Just hang out. Maybe we'll catch you in Miami. One of those different things. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, I don't have Discord yet, but it's just like I'm so involved in the Future Fest Discord that it's yeah. just... It feels it, the same way. Yeah, it's so crazy. Like, before the drop, having like... 5,000 people to talk to like it was a lot it was crazy I can imagine we got like a I think we're pushing about 200 coming up on right now and man I couldn't imagine like it just the notifications get crazy out there I think the first day like I was just literally just trying to get work done and I'm just going back and forth because I got so many people chatting you it's very overwhelming I'll tell you that and that's part of the reason why we never opened it in the first place because we wanted to be able to do it right all the channels were lined up right before we even decided to make that move it's scary man once you put that thing out there you got a community all of a sudden and people are out there you guys will get there for sure yeah but um yeah just i just wanted to shout that out real quick as we get there and um a big thing for us today too which we we went ahead and dropped a video out there i don't know if you've i don't know if you've ever seen any of this stuff but this is just a shout out to tom and his editing out here 
he went ahead and clayed, clayified our entire uh, F-35 logo that you see in the background right now. He animated us. Our actual 35 logo went in the back with clays. Like, he just had fun with it um, for one of our clips. And he's been getting so good at this stuff, man. Um, so I had to shout him out over here for this because I don't know how the hell he does it. Uh, I, I could never never mess around with the graphics like this. So I got to remake that now, man. I got I got my own good Charlotte Clay. I got to throw it in there so I don't look like an idiot by myself just chilling. <laughs> Well, dude, the crazy, the funny thing was, is that he, uh, Tom was the one, he missed out on mint when we first got into CNFTs, uh, he was getting back in around that September time. So the clay nation, um, you know, that 10 K drop happened. me and TJ got in, Tom passed on that one because he wanted to go for a dogs on the chain. <laughs> no, I, was, I was waiting for my Ada to come in from one of these changes. Yeah. I don't know if it was a pass. No, I wouldn't say it was a pass, but it was like, yeah, I, I, I missed this out, out on it. I yeah. was waiting because of the, uh, I didn't have any Ada in my wallet yet. I was waiting on the exchanges to send. God, can you throw back the dogs on the screen? We didn't know what any of those were. We just thought every project back then was just, I mean, they were everyone just kind of 10x at that time until it kind of hit a wall. Yeah. So, I mean, it didn't really yeah. matter. So, I was like, oh man, I missed that one. And then Yummy was coming up, Dogs in the Chain was coming up. I was like, I got plenty of stuff coming up. I'm ready to go. And, you know, it turns out, looks, look at what I missed. Yeah, right. Uh, well, the, the base for me, insane. Yeah, I was so, I was so happy I got the clays. Like, um, I had some losses, but like at the end of the day, I was like, mm, I'm good with my clays, man. Like, yeah. Well, I had originally minted uh, the Satoshi Nakle Moto, the one with the laser eyes from the original Series 2 Claymates. That's how I got introduced to them back in like late August, I think. Um, so I, I kind of randomly was just scrolling when CNFC back in the day. I was like, oh, hey, Claymates, I know I them. I, they're doing a mint today. And I'm sitting there at work and, and telling these guys, and I'm sitting there on my phone with Uroy at the time. And I was able to mint three Claymates off of Uroy, which is actually one of, one of the wildest uh, stories over there. So um it was pretty crazy back real in the quickly, day real, real quick just because you walked in the room can i introduce you guys to probably the best uh cardano translator that exists in the space yes please do <laughs> guys this is a uh, this is not ready for for on camera this hi is... everyone hello nice to meet you hey my other half for interviews with uh the benjamins club because i oh, do oh wow oh nice Benjamin's Club, and a lot of the artists are Spanish-speaking uh, artists, so we needed a translator, and so Jade volunteered, and she does an excellent job every single week, just talking to the to the artists and helping me translate. Because trying to figure out how to say like metaphysical, metaverse, <laughs> like psychedelic <laughs> Spanish, and like or fungible, so the Spanish word for fungible. <laughs> I, 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 right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. check, out, check out jay crypto on twitter that's awesome man oh well, thank you for introducing her and uh, yeah welcome on to the show hey that's awesome uh, impromptu guest i love that um uh, but at quick quick tom as we moved along with this clay stuff he was actually able so someone inside the clay nation um discord today we when we went ahead and posted this over someone billy, reached out billy and clay. Uh, billy, billy clay, clay yeah decided he goes you know what Tom, tom's clayless he needs to get into the clay so they actually gifted him a uh, good charlotte clay to get him into the actual clay uh uh clay uh nation uh, not the, mm -hmm. i guess technically the good charlotte one but wow congrats what a clay all right that's sick we were just like i was kind of jealous low-key i was like damn man that's I was was right <laughs> but at the I same time it's been excited. amazing dude i go get verified now they said i was ready to go right away like i was all pumped up ready to go verification right away um they said you have to kind of hold on to it i guess because they want to make sure people getting verified aren't you know flippers or anything like that so i'm probably ready to go though now that's amazing, though. Yeah, I can't believe people inside this community are so nice, man. And it's like you never expect anything like that. It's like, hey, 
Tom, where's he at? I want to give him something. It's like, what? Like, that's a, that's such a generous thing to do. But um, yeah, that's I just want to end up talking about him in the first place. I mean, that's what draws you guys to him to stay in is because of that. So, I mean, that's the only reason why we end up mentioning him is just because that community is so strong. You guys continue to to keep invested. Yeah, it's it's insane, Barbara. And just shout out to these clays, bro. Look at the detail oh, on these man. things, man. I don't know if you ever really zoomed in on these clays, like the resolution for these things. I was saying earlier, I never noticed the, the actual clay in the glasses before. I didn't know it yeah. said that. It, it looks and amazing. I, uh, I created a virtual gallery with my clays. And so uh -huh. I blew my clays up to the size of like a 10-foot wall. Really? So I set all my clays to these giant proportions. But it wasn't until I was in VR, like looking at the clays gigantically. <laughs> Is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I noticed the fingerprints. And right? I, I had never noticed fingerprints on the clay and i was and oh yeah like, now like if you zoom it, in like enough, super it, bro yeah it's like you can almost identify somebody's thumbprint on that thing or whoever's creating those things right on the eyebrow the glasses everywhere it's so cool there that's that just was one of the reasons why clays are just in that prestigious categories because that artwork is on it, it's like, like i said it's iconic inside this this space but just in general you don't see anything really out there like this into this kind of quality so i i love clays they're they're obviously a huge huge community and uh I just had to shout that out because I mean the artwork and stuff over here is amazing. I, I love that. Yeah, shout so. out to shout out to Clay Nation, but the team is also just very professional. I, Absolutely. I appreciate that level of uh, uh, that level that they're bringing to the space. Like the, I think that there is a lot of projects that people are just kind of like, "Fuck it, let's just do like a 5K project." It's like three dudes. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, clay, the clays were like really, really well thought out. Everything they did beforehand yeah and they started off small and increased up to clay nation and i uh, they knocked it out of the park and i can't wait to see what happens with their uh you know metaverse oh absolutely clay. that clay the clayverse right yeah sometimes i guess our avatars are finally going to get legs and we're going to be able to download them in march of next month so that's going to be uh, that's going to be a fun time to see that and then i guess i'm seeing that the metaverse land sale they mentioned today is sometime in may is, is what i'm getting out of that so It'll be interesting to see when that actually happens. So, congrats, Tom, to being in the club. Um, you know, you're finally, finally, you're not, you're not clayless anymore. Oh, you got man. some clay <laughs> hands out here. Finally, yeah. Go back to what, uh, sure. yeah. Go back to what Cardano Poppy said. Like, so make sure we don't do a 5K drop. He's like, fuck it, it's just three dudes. We can't do a 5K. We have to do like a 10K now. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. <laughs> yeah, three dudes doing a 5K drop. Three, yep, it's done. like fucking three, uh, five, three dudes in a 5K drop. <laughs> what's, what's their subject matter? They got a rocket ship going to the moon. Yeah. Okay, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, yeah, shout out. yeah, the quantity of the size of the collection is definitely a big deal, right? Oh, yeah. When we were doing it, we were like, is this too many? And and then a lot, we got a lot of feedback that was like, you guys aren't, you guys aren't minting enough. Right. Um, yeah. But I did later. Yeah. I was going to say, we definitely get into the, the future fest and a few different things. I did need to, wanted to do a quick shout out here um, because we did mess it on the deadline. Like I said, we had an uh, amazing uh, poll community inside of our uh, discord this week. And um, we asked for the communities to show up. What kind of topic would they want to go ahead and actually hear of us talk about and discuss deep dive onto the show. And um, we kind of did like a pre-poll for about 24 hours. And the three projects that came out were space ape club, Cardano bits and drapes from dirt, uh, from dirt birds. And uh, well, all of a sudden, everything was going pretty good. Uh, C bits were really leading the leading the charge. And all of a sudden, one day, I just we look at our Discord. It went from like 80 members to like 120, 130 members in a day. And we looked at it, and we're like, "What's going on right now?" And then Space Ape Club just announcement inside their Discord. Go in there, vote for the poll. We want to go here and hear about it. And these guys showed up, man. 
Um, and I think they've gotten, I don't know how many people in there now, but, um, you know, they wanted to hear, I guess their white paper, their space paper was supposed to come out tonight. Um, and it may be out now, um, but about to, up until the recording time, they hadn't released it yet. So we were going to talk about it tonight and we wanted to say thank you guys for showing up to the poll. We'll dive deep into it next week when we get a chance to go ahead and talk about it like fully and give you guys the full platform that you deserve for showing up out here. But just had to shout out this uh, Lovelace, um, that server over there at Space Ape Club. Man, these guys are amazing. This artwork has been super fun um, to, to, to see them inside the space. They blew up about a month ago um, with the release of Chilled Kongs and then them as well. Um, and they've been doing great ever since. And I know they're working on building their own metaverse, their own game, a um, bunch of different things right now. So, uh, Poppy, I know. Yeah, so I don't know what your your experience with those guys are. Yeah, Lovelace is dope, right? He's been in a little bit of everything throughout the throughout the entire CNFT journey. So I've been here since the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been awesome. But I just wanted to shout out that that community is super super strong out there, and these guys are. They're, they're fun, man. And it's fun that they all jumped in there. So I just had to give them a shout out. Um, we'll definitely make sure to give you guys a nice uh, topic and showkase next week in there. But definitely had to reach out. Yeah, their that. white paper is not out yet. I'm checking now. That's is another it, yeah. one, though, you guys jumped into just because you like the community and the team behind it. That Halloween drop came out. It was 13 ADA. And you guys have oh, no, no expectations for flipping it or trying to make, you know, 500 ADA off a 13 ADA drop. You just bought it because you like them and wanted to get some cool looking space apes. Um, oh, yeah. I was like, I was and like, even at one point, I think it, you know, what up? What up, um, and then you just kept holding on and then the actual drop came out. And yeah, now the, the, the official drops doing great. Yeah, no, they did amazing. These guys have been around for a long time. Um, and like I said, the space ape Halloween apes were just a fun thing. They were just selling those just for fun. Stealth, exactly. stealth sale that sold out overnight um, did really well. And they found a way to give utility. That's one thing about Lovelace and that team is they find ways to give utility to their holders. They don't just sell you something and then walk away and just let you hold the, leave you holding the bag. They allow the use to, you know, actually do something with what they're selling you. It's there and give it some sort of value, some sort of utility. So those space apes were your one-to-one -one ticket into the space ape club, uh, which is really dope. And, uh, the artists over there was, was really cool. They're, they're a fun project. And I know this game, I'm curious to see what that space paper is actually all about because, they got a lot of stuff planned, and I know Lovelace and that team's probably going to deliver pretty well. Um, so I'll be curious to read about that after um, going into next week. Yeah, it'll be big news. Yeah, it was just uh, you know we were all we were all pumped up because of the poll and everything to get this out tonight. So um, just you know just a little disappointed we couldn't get to read it tonight and get it on this week's episode. But we'll definitely have it on next week for sure. Absolutely. Well, shout out to that team and those guys over there. We had a great, uh, great time uh, interacting with you guys inside our community. So shout out to you guys. We will catch back up with you guys next week. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing I did want to jump into, uh, Poppy, is what you've got a direct, um, you know, tie to these guys over here is the Benjamins. Club. Well, real quick, Tommy, uh, welcome uh, Poppy to the Discord. He just joined. <laughs> yo, yo, Poppy just got I to the Discord. Just yo, just joined Discord. <laughs> on stream. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. I love that. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, but uh, yo, Poppy, so Benjamin's group, Benjamin's Club. Um, these guys are revolutionary inside of this space. And man, the quality that is coming out of these guys are amazing. Um, can you give a little bit of background on these guys? Because we haven't really talked in too much depth about them on our channel. Yeah, of course. Um so if you guys are familiar with the Benjamins Club, uh, this is a division of that called the Benjamins Group. So the Benjamins Club is, was specially made for bringing over artists that are working on other blockchains or artists that aren't on any blockchains and bringing them to Cardano so they can mint as CNFTs. Um, it's a very exclusive club. They, they know that. But the, the reason that it's so exclusive is so they can keep such a high quality of standard 
in what the works that are being bidded on. And those are mostly just one-to-ones. Uh, but the Benjamins group is supposed to be more accessible. So it was, it was created so that everybody had a chance to get in and get in early and um, get in on um, a membership. And so the memberships allow you to get things like uh, whitelist spots to uh, a few projects that they're working with uh, the Benjamins group as their launch pad, like Cycler and us Future Fest. So they were um, they providing services for artists that are looking to bring collections over. So um, in the case of Cycler, uh, Cycler had an 8,888, I believe, piece uh, collection that they were bringing over from Ethereum. And I guess they were gonna launch there and Benjamin was like, no, you need to bring these bikes over to Cardano because people are gonna appreciate them over here. And so sure enough, they made the leap, they took the jump and they found a community that was you know, eager for high quality art. And these bikes, if you've seen any mm -hmm. of Thomas's work, Thomas is mm -hmm. an artist, um, if you've seen his work, the stuff that he's created and also the stuff that he's made for the one of ones he made, um, he made a collaboration bikes with uh, Clay Nation, Yummy Universe, Soho Kids, Happy Hoppers, and Future Fest. Mm -hmm. And uh, those have all been amazing pieces of work. And so the Benjamin Group is really, you know, focused on bringing just high quality art to Cardano in the form of collections. Also, um, I want to say that the dopest, smartest people are in the group. It's people that realize that it wasn't about the flip and it's more about what you're investing in. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people got in early and weren't able to get these um, these shrouded objects very early. Ooh. But these shrouded objects actually ended up evolving because that's what the Benjamin Club was doing with their shrouded, with their um, stones. They turned into keys. Mm -hmm. um, but that's what they were doing with these shrouded objects. They became shrouded objects first, then slowly evolved into eggs. And now these eggs are slowly starting to hatch. And the next step is going to be the actual final evolution, um, mm -hmm. egg evolution. And all of the work has been made by Zygor. Zygor is a very talented artist. Um, he, his stuff sells for like, you know, three to 10 to 15 ETH. Um, oh, wow. He's an amazing member. He's the curator <laughs> of the, the group and the club. And so, you know, if you haven't checked out Zygor, please check him out. He's a great, he's a nice fellow. And also a very, very talented artist. So this is technically his first 10K project, but it's not really a 10K project because it's already right. evolved three times. So it's more like 40K. And, and, and it's right. been amazing just seeing the evolution. And I, I can't wait for the X to finish evolving because it's going to be nuts. And also um, the last thing I wanted to say is that the, the, the key person in this group um, it, of course, Benjamin and Cash and Zagor are, are amazing people. Shout out to them. But uh, they have Fencemaker. Fencemaker mm -hmm. is the, the, the lead developer behind everything. And he's also the co-founder of Equin. So if you're a holder of Equin, uh, he's the guy that's building out the entire game and has figured all that stuff oh, wow, out. That. And also, he is a part of the Benjamin Club and Benjamin Group. So all these amazing evolutions and all the stuff that's happening on the, you know, Cardano blockchain side of things are all done because of the man, Fencemaker, a well-known physicist and also CNFT lover. That's awesome, man. Well, I can't do I don't think I could do a better introduction than that. And I really appreciate that <laughs> summary over there. You're killing it. I was just trying to keep up with the visuals while you were talking just to back you up over there. Right. Oh, um, 
No, but uh, I, yeah, big shout out. Cause I know you guys work directly with this team and um, yeah, the Benjamins group, Benjamins club, um, like you said, the exclusive access, my first experience to these uh, to this group was through these uh, you know, these, these stones, right. That I, and that evolved, like you said, eventually into the actual keys themselves. Um, and I know the keys have a little bit more of an exclusive membership than the actual group does. Um, is there, what's the main difference, do you know, um, between the two? Yeah, the main difference between the club and the group is the club handles one-on-one auctions mm-hmm. while the group handles collections. Okay. So whenever like uh, Natalie Shoe is going to be dropping in the in the Benjamin Club tomorrow, if you haven't checked out Natalie, whew, amazing artist, very talented, hasn't dropped on Cardano before. And that's what the Benjamin Club focuses on is bringing over artists to Cardano and making their artworks into CNFTs. So awesome. if you're a club member, you can uh, place a bid. I think they're also doing a thing where they're like maybe lending a key so mm-hmm. you can participate in an auction, but you would need to contact uh, Benjamin Club directly on okay. Twitter. Let them know if you're interested. Right. And that, so these were a lot less uh, supply as well compared to the actual, the, the shrouded 200, objects. 250. Yeah. So, so that's an ex- Oh, 251. Actually, oh. that was okay. my first uh, time seeing them or interaction. I guess I'd seen someone post on Twitter complaining kind of about how it was too expensive and and the, to buy the key in this exclusive club that they couldn't be a part of. And someone kind of you know essentially just said, if you're complaining about like the price of just the entry, then this probably just isn't the club for you anyway. Like I don't, I understand that it is restrictive, but there's also just no reason for you to be in here because you're not going to get in any of these one-on-one auctions if you're complaining about the key on the front end. There was, um, well, the, the thing about the club, it started off as an invite only. It actually wasn't started to be, it was exclusive, but it wasn't selective as any, they weren't targeting specific people. They, they just knew people and, those first few people got an invitation to join. And then each of those person were able to invite other people to join. And that's how the club grew. It, it all grew through more of a, a organic way. Right. Um, and all these, you know, all these keystones started off, I think at like a hundred ADA. Yeah. US. I know and, they were cheaper uh, back in the day. Yeah, they were cheaper. It, actually, everybody, the first, um, the first 50 people got a keystone for free. Oh, wow. Uh, so the first 50 members but those keys those keys the actual you know uh keystone um they aren't anything they're just memorabilia but if you actually if you buy one of these mm-hmm. you can burn it to make a make a key that's why i said there was 250 keys uh-huh. but there's actually 251 keys now because somebody bought a key a keystone they burned it and now it's the 251st key. Ah, okay. That's good to know. And like you said too, I, I, I that's the big distinction between the two because this was originally was meant to be an exclusive club, right? This wasn't meant for everybody to jump right into and ape into and flip that, right? So yeah, I think they did it obviously the, the, the right way, right? Of doing this thing. And then that's where the next evolution of this stuff that came into it, that a lot of people see now, which like you said, you, you explained was the shrouded object, the Benjamin's group. Right. And this, this to me, like, obviously I, I saw these, the shrouded objects and I wasn't really too familiar. I was seeing them sell pretty decently. And I was like, I don't really understand what these are. And then I, I a couple of weeks went by and all of a sudden the, the shrouded object, it changed to the second image over here where it started kind of glowing and uh, blowing in the wind. And I was like, hold on, there's something going on here. I'm not really sh- too sure what it is. And that's when I started to research a little bit more into it. Um, and then I actually saw them like right before I was about to buy one, they, the eggs happened, right? They, you know, the shrouded object disappeared and all the eggs appeared. 
Um, and that's when I was like, dude, I got, I can't, I can't miss this. I'm, I'm, I'm getting FOMO at this point. And I know this is going to be something bigger than what it is. And I haven't seen anything like this inside the space itself. Um, so the fact that these, like, like you said, they're taking the time, this is all free, right? Once you bought in at the original entry price, this all just happens as it goes. You don't have to do anything. You just sit there, the policy's open and they, they're able to edit this end up, like you said, multiple NFTs in one, it's not just sitting there. So the final evolution of these eggs right now happens in March. Um, I believe that that's the, the final, final stage of these things. So yeah. And keep in mind, like, this is only possible on Cardano, mm-hmm. like, you know, for the price like how would you be able to do this something like this on ethereum so i think zagor is kind of like a real pioneer in the space um if if you have any questions about what the what these are look into zagor look Mm -hmm. into what kind of artist he is and look at the talent behind him he's worked with people like you know he was he's working at nickelodeon prada like he's gigantic names and now he's creating these like amazing pieces on cardano Oh, he's his, some of his artwork is insane. I was going back through some of this, the work that he does. The fact that Nickelodeon was obviously like a key name and stuff like that. But dude, this, like I said, he came from that ETH world and his, it's like I said, he's held in prestige. I don't know if I, I don't know too many of his projects on that side, but I, I know they were doing really well as far as on all the floors and everything that he's ever created. Uh, so the fact that people are getting the price point that they're getting over here on Cardano is, a, is almost a steal over here for you to be in early right now. The cheapest Zygor you'll ever own. Like if you get, even in getting it now, what, I don't know what the floor is like. I don't even have any looks about it. <laughs> I think they it was they like, jumped three, almost to like four, three, four hundred. Um, not not too long ago that I had seen. So I'm not sure where they're uh, they're sitting at about a 340 floor um, somewhere around there right now. Still the cheapest Zygor you'll ever get. Yeah, it's insane. Like this this stuff is looks so good. So uh, if you guys are curious, you know, obviously besides though just the actual evolution of this artwork itself, right? These are now giving even uh, they're almost like a utility token as well right like these are actually getting you into other projects now they're almost they're they get whitelist spots and early access and things like that and this is actually which we'll segue into after this is um how i got into future fest you know to mint my deluxe bot prior to this because i actually had my benjamin's egg my thing there so it got me that early access to be able to do that um, and uh, that, that alone is, is, is huge in itself because that's unique in this space too. So not only do you get amazing artwork, but you're getting a whitelist token into other projects. It's like an exclusive, like you said, group, uh, which, which is actually amazing. And it's awesome to hear, which I can't wait to hear about Future Fest on how you guys actually were able to, to work out this partnership with them and how that's been. So um, shout out to you guys. I just wanted to quick go through this stuff because obviously Future Fest, um, you guys are now partnered with them um, as well. Um, and, and obviously I, I think, you know what, I, I don't even know if I think our next topic was, was, so I don't know if it was future fest, but I think we just might as well jump right into it here. Cause, uh, I was going to per- say, this is in the actual Benji paper. You can save in this slide, Tommy, you're showing the, uh, yeah. the future fest one. That's cool. That's wild. Yeah. I, ha- I had to shout this out. Cause dude, when I saw future fest, I wasn't too sure before we started doing the CNFT taco Tuesday stuff, man. I was like, what is this man? This looks like a Mario Kart. Like, what is this thing over here? Like that's all the little guys driving around. And then I realized I was like, oh wait, there's music and stuff playing in the back of this stuff. Um, and I like, and then from there, man, I didn't, man, I don't even know how to explain it. It was just like, yo, this is a dope, dope, like concept. What are these guys doing over here? And then, uh, Poppy, I think maybe you can, again, you can intro us into what future fest actually is. Cause it's the first time talking about it really on our channel. Yeah, of course. So future fest started off as an idea, uh, during the quarantine, we, um, we noticed that everybody was moving over to uh, virtual shows because what was happening was all of our friends that were performing. Um, I'm kind of 
deeply involved in like the EDM community. Mm-hmm. Um, I say EDM community because I don't like calling it EDM. But mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was Add the community fun. to it. <laughs> and uh, and all my friends were moving over. You know, they were booking all these dope shows before the quarantine and then the quarantine came around and they were stuck at home and they were DJing from their living rooms and their kitchens. And we were like, well, how can uh, we elevate this experience? So um, my partners at Future Fest were leaving the, their parent company, which was called DemiCube. And DemiCube um, let them go and they were ready to just keep continuing pressing because Future Fest before was actually a VR company. Okay. So they were focused on creating VR seven years ago. They oh, were wow. And so when, yeah. after they were, they were doing VR, they realized that the biggest problem with VR was that the, the accessibility problem, especially the last couple of years, only have people been starting to get VR, you know, goggles and headsets. Yeah. So there hasn't really been, it hasn't really been accessible to a lot of people. Um, but they, they were creating all this awesome stuff. Like the tech was amazing. The, you know, the graphics were cool. Like they were such smart guys, but you know, the, it, unfortunately there was no product fit for the market. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when the quarantine happened. So I started doing live streaming events with my friends and uh, our CXO, Kevin, he was actually like the first person that was like, let's combine the Future Fest stuff with live streaming. So we put it together mm. and came out with this product, which is uh, our level one version of Future Fest, where you can go to Twitch or a website and you can watch an artist perform in our virtual world. So mm-hmm. we create this world and we beam that artist that's using a green screen into it. And we have like different interactions because we found that people that are just watching Twitch are just watching Twitch passively. Maybe some people are on the, in the chat, but what people really want to do is engage. And so we created ways for them to interact with the, the stage itself whether that's setting off fireworks or glow sticks or participating in like team battles, events, mini games. And that's what we were doing for the last uh, two years. And we kind of uh, slowly over time, we ended up working with uh, these pretty big names in the EDM world, like Anjuna Beats, Space Yacht, Dirty Bird. These are all bigger names um, in, in, in that scene. And thankfully, over time, we um, partnered with, you know, great brands, you know, uh, uh, HyperX and Very Red Bull, cool. and we were able to do really cool stuff with some great artists, OK, uh, Arius, yeah. Feta, Martin Holger, and, and, and it was just so dope. We, we finally got a chance to do what we wanted to do. Um, but that's also around the time where NFTs started coming in. Mm-hmm. So we were looking at these NFTs and our partner Space Yacht, uh, Space Yacht Records, they were actually one of the first drops on Nifty Gateway. So we learned a lot about NFTs through them and seeing what they were doing. And we thought that the idea of an NFT was cool, but we just didn't think that we would purchase it ourselves unless it had actual utility. Right. And that's what we were saying. The problem with NFTs was that they weren't offering utility. They were just offering pictures. Um, JPEGs and and a quote unquote community, uh, which is n- no shade on anybody, any project. But we just said if if I were a customer of Future Fest, I wouldn't purchase this unless it had a real utility behind it, right. which is where we are today. Yeah. So we um, the last six months we've been working. Well, 
more than six months, we've been working on this idea of creating a level two event. And that's what we showed earlier. Um, that's a character that you can play in game. So you're this character, all you have to do is go to your web browser, launch the game, select your cosmetics. And as soon as you get in, you can be this character. You can run around the world and you can um, interact with it. There are like things like trampolines and wind turbines and little things you could set off during the event. But this is all happening during an actual performance. Right. So it, most people That's I think sick. will come for the performance, but I think people will stay because they're so engaged with what's happening around them. And oh, yeah. have uh, more and more people just playing around. Like it gets, it, it gets insane. It gets, it, it gets so cool. And oh, so the beauty of our NFT project was that um, we're, we released a 10 K collection for our feature bots. And then we released a 3,333 deluxe feature bot collection um, that comes with um, airdrops, three airdrops for uh, throughout the year. So um, all of these NFTs are a play, like a <clears throat> by cosmetics would make you like in your playable character. Mm -hmm. provide access to three exclusive events that we're going to be holding out throughout the year and also there are public events that you can always go to and be your future bot and um yeah and it, it's just like a really great way i think of raising the bar on what an nft is and raising the bar on utility on cardano so the future bot that you mint doesn't necessarily have to be the one you look like when you go in there because you just you can get special cosmetic traits to pick and choose from before you enter a show or an event, right? Yeah, you can mix and match. That's cool. That, I like that. That's what I was like though, like watching the little video. You guys had dropped a dev vlog too today um, with your COO Matt out here, and I was I was watching him select the different faces for his uh, for his like future that. bot over here, and I I just I mean, dude first off that's amazing um congrats to you guys and the team out there first off on the sale just in general but um this this stuff man i i i still don't understand to the you know why why more people don't have eyes on this stuff like i feel like they're sleeping on you know this project just in general because one day I, when you guys do execute what you're looking to do man I, you're gonna have a lot of a lot of uh you know people out there who are gonna want to jump inside of here um but it's so much fun right now to know like you guys have an amazing team behind you and this stuff dude it looks amazing like your artwork the the technology behind it like the interactability it's like you, everybody's talking about these metaverses right now like dude you guys got a working actual product right now where you guys can actually jump into this stuff and actually watch it like happen in real time with actual players on there so you guys aren't just talking about it you guys are doing it um and, I, and I'm, I'm super uh stoked for this to actually to launch here soon um, so I just wanted to say congrats to you guys, man. It's, these things look amazing, by the way. The artwork and stuff, your artists, man, really Oh, really they do. Good. And I mean, the market's definitely there too. I think, I don't know, some people listening might be surprised. It may not be something they've looked into before, but just virtual events, especially since COVID, like you said, where they really peaked, have been taken off in general. I mean, even as simple as things as like Grand Theft Auto, like the RP servers or role-playing servers for Grand Theft Auto, they throw parties and have trivia nights and things like that, or it's just a virtual gathering. And they don't even have this much necessary interactivity. It's kind of just, it's more just them talking and staying around like the community part. Uh, so having an actual artist there and, and real performances and real shows happening just adds that whole other element layer to it. Dude, it's insane, right? Like you think about like Fortnite or something where you got like Travis, like Scott jumping out with the Astroworld doing like a live concert and stuff like that. Like, Here's your actual DJ on the screen right now. Like, like he's really in reality, like really doing this. So 
I always wonder like what the DJ sees on the other side, right? Are they just like doing their thing and like watching like this virtual world below them or like how to, how the other side looks. But um, uh, yeah. and to that point, you know, the Travis Scott performance was only a few minutes. Right. Uh, as well as the Ariana Grande or uh, I think who else did it? Justin Bieber. Um, yeah. You know, these artists are kind of creating just like glorified music videos where you can have an avatar and kind of jump around mm -hmm. but it's over within 10-15 minutes yeah, right they're doing five hour six hour performances nice. uh one hour performance for each dj back to back a huge selection of music huge range of artist discovery and also our platform is really focused in on making sure that the artist performing is getting the lion's share of the revenue mm -hmm. from any in item purchases so you're not only going to be able to purchase like uh, cosmetics in game, but you'll also be able to buy like limited edition merch. So let's say we work with Calvin Harris or Steve Aoki. Um, we can create like, you know, merchandise that's just customized for them and we can sell that in game. All you have to do is use a credit card. You can purchase whatever you want to buy. And now you have that swag on your account. So whenever you go to any other shows, you could always wear that stuff too. That's actually really cool. I did not know that you could do like, extra stuff outside of that. So you're a future bot that you meant like on the base sex. And like, obviously he has, they, you see all the different traits and different face plates and all the different things that they have. Not necessarily does it be you. So in addition, you can basically upgrade him with real fiat is what you're saying based on different servers. And then eventually add that in um, depending on what little portal, whatever world or concert they end up going to in the future. So not the NFT. The NFT okay. is, the NFT does a few things. It, it's a great PFP, but it's also, you know, the cosmetics that you want. So you can play as that character in game mm -hmm. and offers a ticket to go to the three exclusive shows that we're, help, we're holding this year. Um, and if you have the deluxe bot, you get the three airdrops, which is, I think, a sweet deal. Yeah. Um, but it, you're not really upgrading. You're not changing the NFT stats or anything. Right. It's just in game. You'll be able to mix and match. So let's say I hold five yeah. different cause five different bots and they have different cosmetics let's say one has the flame crown the other one has the water drip faceplate another one has the body paint that i love deep black um yeah. i can grab those theory from those three different bots and create my own character Dope. and on okay. top of it i can put the steve aoki shirt on that i just okay. purchased is there like um, a voip chat or a close proximity chat like you can interact with other uh viewers of the show and the oh you do okay sweet yeah all that stuff yeah all that stuff is being worked on. Uh, <clears throat> that's we, cool we, everything that we've created is already working that's the nice. biggest thing about us is, uh, yeah we didn't want to move forward with our project until everything was done and i think that we were in a very good position where we were able to accomplish our goals ahead of time and you know with limited amounts of funds and with the small team <laughs> uh, but but everything is ready. Everything's ready to go. And the voice chat stuff, that stuff is coming. Multi-stage is coming. Um, we have like, uh, for now, it's just like chat bubbles. But uh, it, it's going to so be cool great. Though. I like that. Yeah, for now, it's going to be good. And then we even want to get to the point where we're going to have just like um, spaces available for people to just to come and congregate throughout the day. And mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be show specific. Well, so can we have um, like a Freedom 45 bingo night? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. yes. Inside yes. of Future Fest, yeah, that would be amazing. Just all jump in there and <laughs> Bingo, chat. Right. 
<laughs> but no dude so yeah i think the possibilities for this are endless right so i mean if you really wanted to outside of just the djing and the music side of this too you could literally beam in whatever you wanted to right essentially into the with the tech that you guys have over there do like, like karaoke night or just no li live stream or whatever you know yeah the, the idea um currently right now we're only focused on one stage because that's where we are so far mm -hmm. because uh, one the tech needed to work and everything needed to be done the nft sale of course is happening so once all that stuff is done multi-stage is the real point the real game changer yeah why do you go to a festival you go to a festival to see your favorite artist on the main stage then you go to see the other artists on the other stage but what's important is the stuff that's happening in between the stages, right. the talent show, oh, yeah. the, the talent show that's happening, the comedy show that's happening, the acrobats that are happening, those little things that happen that are unexpected in between traveling, traversing a festival ground, that's the real magic. And that's what we're trying to, to, to capture in virtual, in this virtual reality. Like how can we, how can we capture those special moments that you have of, of awe and magic and bring that into the virtual world for the next generation. Oh, because what we're, what we're really trying to do is, yes, we're, we're trying to sell to people that are buying now, but we really want to set a standard for how the next generation is going to um, interact in the future. Yeah, you think about this too, like from like a gaming perspective, or you know, I'm again looking at the carts and stuff like now. That reminds me of looking at you know a Mario Kart or something like that. But the fact that you can actually go in, um, you know, like old Xbox, I forget what was it, Tom. We were talking about this when we always first discussed the metaverse, right? It was like it's a PlayStation Three. They had their own like virtual like chat like oh, sim style yeah. like for, yeah playstation home where they were trying to get people into this virtual world but they weren't ready for it yet back and that was like 10 years ago trying to do this stuff so you guys now you know these kids growing up you know they can jump into this world they have their digital you know future avatar that they love they you know nfts are a huge way to actually buy these things without you know you dip, the different platforms expiring and you losing that stuff you always have it currently inside your wallet and then for you to be able to jump into an ever-evolving world online i mean I think that's such a cool concept um, with so many limitless opportunities. Like you guys are just getting started right now. I'm sure you can take this to, to all kinds of possibilities. And I'm sure you guys have already thought of a bunch, but I just think that's a, such a unique thing inside the space right now. And the fact that you guys are already, you already got what you need. You have it here ready to go. And that's such a cool thing. And I was so, going to say, you know, Tommy, the, uh, like the fan, like you're showing the video right now and you have, fans and things you can bounce on and stuff like that in the crowd and in the audience while the festival's going on and that's what it reminded me of was um like at edc and ultra here in florida there have ferris wheels and actual rides and things like that going on while the concert's going on that people can ride on it just kind of enhances the experience along with the music mm -hmm. oh yeah, yeah. Do you really? <laughs> showing we do actually have a ferris wheel here oh yeah, my god so that's perfect that all makes so much sense <laughs> that's oh, you know the, the, the big thing about this too is that um, the the community we were ready for our community to come in mm -hmm. we were working with all these other like labels and artists and they were bringing their communities in to our world and filling it and it was great but we were like it's time for us to create our own and now that you know that that moment is here and that's why we picked Cardano because we were like Cardano is the right place for this because not only are people, I think are gonna appreciate the artwork, but I think people are gonna appreciate the innovation that we're trying to bring and really like what we're trying to raise the bar in for things. Like if you're if you're purchasing a CNFT, um, 
I, I hope that you don't keep us as the high standard, but I hope that you consider us when we were talking about utilities and metaverse and yeah. see if they compare it to what we're doing. Um, oh. Because, because like I said, we want to set a bar. Um, and you know, and 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 but the, the best thing, of course, is Cardano. Can I think has the principles that we have the same mm-hmm. principles of um, let's build it right the first time, so we don't have to go back and fix it. Right. And that's what we were really focused on was how can we create the best product possible um, without over promising things to people and not delivering. Right. And I think the the quality thing, like you said, for me, it is huge. These feature bots, like you said, great PFP automatically but the fact that you're able to actually bring these in game and actually interact and do a whole you know a a whole other layer to it is is insane like you don't see a lot of projects promise you that right now but they're months and months away from being able to deliver you guys already have a working product ready to go right now and i think that's a huge huge benefit for you guys like you said the early mover thing is always always a key factor for a lot of different projects and you guys already have that going into this space so I just wanted to, to say, yeah, this, the artwork, if people are, haven't checked these things out already, man, please continue to go. Are you guys continuing the sale right now? Because I know it had already sold. Um, maybe it was about coming up on two weeks now. Yeah, no, we only had a 24-hour sale. We wanted to make sure that the people that were on the whitelist for the Benjamins group, mm-hmm. shout out to the Benjamins group because they're our launchpad and also a great team. Um, we wanted to make sure you guys could get in early, as early as possible, and pick up uh, feature bots in the spots and uh, we only had the sale for the whitelist and then we had another 24-hour sale for public sale mm-hmm. but um after we, we we have a feeling that after we let everybody know who our exclusive event dj is we think mm-hmm. that a lot more people are going to be interested in future fest so we wanted to make sure everybody had a, a really good head start and a chance to get these bots very cheap good um uh, everything else is to be announced, but I, I you know, I, I know you're hyped about it. Go check these out. Go check I know you were hyped about it. I know everybody was talking about it last night, trying to figure out who the DJ was or who, who the announcement was going to be. Everybody keeps saying stay, see Baoki, and we we're like, no, that's not the one. But I'm really, uh, I'm excited to learn who that is because I've never like done one of these virtual concerts and stuff like this. But this is, will definitely be my first time jumping in whenever that time happens. Because uh, I had to go have a quick little shout out to, to the deluxe spot that I was able to mint right here. This is my my deluxe spot right here. So shout out to this. You he's showed got, that, damn Tommy. I, I like never that. seen that. That's cool. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's got the 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 body, the little cloud. Uh, was it the frost? Versus, face plan. <laughs> Son of a yeah. bitch. And he's got I the like little cash cap. I mean, I think I'm I just, like the the eyes the best. The snowflake eyes. Yeah, the frost eyes. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. dope. I but like I just, this. I love the artwork, man. Yeah, he's got the little uh, shocker thing. I, I love this artwork. <laughs> I, also think, uh, I also think I don't know. If this is true, but this might be the first project that has different poses. We noticed right. that most people left or right facing and mm-hmm. we have like seven different poses yeah no, Wait, that's, i did not notice that but now you say that 100 because i've looked through all of it uh you're you're right that is something that stands out that i don't even think i picked up on yeah there's a little shock at that's such a perfect thing for me too because i always had those stupid like the little thing right there so i love that right here. <laughs> that's what i did too. But, uh, <laughs> I, I just i love my future bot i'm holding on to this thing forever so um i just wanted to shout that out over here your project um card off hey, is amazing and you're gonna love the airdrops. Oh, I can't wait. I oh, love yeah. the fact that, you know, like I said, you guys have the metaverse. You have the concerts. You oh, have and the, the NFT. Are, and the airdrops are gonna are um, unique with rarity as well. Oh, really? See, that's interesting yeah. too. And, they, so. and they're in-game use. They're gonna be in-game use with rarity. It's gonna be dope. Really? So you can actually say the airdrops. You're gonna be able to use like physically, actually do something with them, other than sit in your wallet. 
yeah, yeah, of course. Dude, that's sick. <laughs> that was the whole thing about I'm telling you, the whole thing about our project is we wouldn't we wouldn't do it unless we thought we would buy it. Right. And everything that we're selling, we would buy. I bought a shit ton of my own shit. Yeah. I was like, this is on Cardano <laughs> and like uh, you know, I, I don't blame people for um maybe we we I think we we had a, about a month and a half of, of time to actually do marketing. Mm-hmm. And I think our sell went really great for just doing a month and a half of marketing. Um, but uh, I, man, I, you know, people were debating if, if it was Steve Aoki that was going to do his thing. And, and it's not Steve Aoki, but our partners at Space Yacht can, can, get, can move mountains and can get amazing people. Yeah. And uh, we, let's just say he was on the list, but he's not the only A-list celebrity DJ that we're looking to to do this that's like, cool. that, that gets me hype i like it so steve aoki is like the easy go-to right like he's the most famous one he's big into the nft world so i'm really excited to see who you guys have for that and uh we'll definitely be showing up there i definitely might go look around and grab some more uh, future bots now uh just just in case we want to have a couple more or maybe kids down the line you know somebody wants to go hang out in this virtual world one day um that's something something awesome so i just want to shout out a big shout out for you guys man congrats on the sale and i'm i'm really excited for what you're working on man it's it's, it's amazing it. And like you said, it's a mindset, right? Of like how you look at this Cardano space now too, because you guys are offering something with with utility, good artwork, you know, an actual product that's like, you know, giving back to the community and it's not just something you sell and then you move on, right? So it's it's amazing to see that. Um, and then your mindset changes like we were talking about too, going forward inside this space. Well, I think even like for you, you're reaching a different community, people that actually can't go to these concerts for whatever reason, medical, physical reasons, you're giving them an outlet to enjoy these uh, you know, these artists that are doing these concerts now in a different format. So for them, this is just a different experience, which I think is awesome that you guys are doing. Well, that too. Yeah. People, so a lot of people can't afford these tickets or not even afford just like yeah. disabilities they have that they can't physically go or stand yeah. or whatever, do those things, but now they can enjoy the music that they listen to at home, but now in a different format with other people that are there. So they get the kind of the same vibe and feel of being at one of these festivals or concerts, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's a really cool thing that you're doing. Yeah. I think too, yeah, that's if, we, if we, at the end of the day can capture the magic to have, we're not competing with live events, but like the, un, it's uncompeted. We, I'm a, I'm a huge festival nerd. I love Absolutely. Going to every festival. You can't, you can't compete. It, right. Live events are its own thing. But what I think we can do is at least provide um, like another mean for artists to be able to showcase their work without feeling like, um, you know, they're being gatekept or they aren't able to reach their communities. And I think that we'll be able to do that. And and for the people that are early investors and all the future fam out there, if you guys are listening, thank you for believing in us and thank you for jumping in so early because you guys are still really early. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. Well. God, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. It makes me even more excited. That's why I love doing these, you know, first off, we're not doing a sit down right now. We actually have you on the podcast, but I felt like we just kind of, we <laughs> kind of at the same down. time, yeah. just wrapped right, wrapped that right in there. And uh, it was great to learn about that on stream. So again, I always learn something new doing these things and uh, to clip it. it makes me yeah. way more. Uh, yeah. We'll definitely have to clip that. I do some uh, Tom, do some animation stuff. Like we'll figure it out, make it, make it fun and uh, give it a good proper showcase on there. Cause it's, it, people need it's to like see this. Sit down, section, sit down inside of a show. Yeah, we're we're evolving over here on the podcast out here, right? 
Um, another project um, that we got a chance to talk about next uh, last week on the show was a brand new and one of the most hype drops we've seen so far this year. Um, and we've been talking about this for weeks and weeks and weeks, kind of waiting for Let's it. It's the man go. The mandrills, dude. The bro. I always see them say that. Is it bro or bro? bro? It's bro. Roar. Roar. I always see them saying it like bro and it has like O A R R afterwards. I haven't bro. heard the verbal pronunciation, but I always see it in there as like bro. That's what I, I was saying to myself. I think that's the first time I've said it out loud, dude. So you know, <laughs> if uh, the Mandrills community can correct me on that, they'll probably just roast me in the comments like, bro, what do you mean, dude? It's roar or something dumb like that. Roar. <laughs> Uh, but uh, no, I wanted to talk about this. I love, I love the colorfulness of uh, of this project. It's very. Um, it was shout out to one of the most amazing thumbnails I think we've had so far on the show. Thanks to the backdrop of this city uh, from last week. Oh, it might be week. my favorite too. I really like that one a lot. I mean, we've had some other all right ones, but that one, it's just the colors brought it out. Yeah, and it's dope. And some of this stuff too in the back, like the Hoskins Suns, like the little bar on this bar, like a tribute to the Hoskinsons and stuff like that. And you got the moon with like the metaverse. I didn't even notice that. Like Facebook's like a little metaverse logo right there um you got a bunch of different things through there so um poppy have you got a chance to to see have you heard about this project yeah of course i've heard about this thing everybody's fucking talking about it there's eighteen thousand people in their discord right now i know there's uh, so many how many of those how many of those are bots what do you guys think i don't know man dude that that chat is lit we, it's uh, popping quite dude, often in there we we got um damn i don't even know when we dropped our video last week uh we went ahead and uh somebody like tj's always just scrolling around through there just kind of searching our name sometimes Alert, some Alert discord. he's lurking <laughs> over there and he's like yo they went ahead and uh mentioned us inside the discord so like and you know like hey are these guys in here so we i that was my first time like really interacting inside the chat bro and it was like it was like rapid fire like like type messages going on in there so I don't know if they have bots do they're very advanced bots um but i think i think there's just a shitload of people in there like hyped up for the project because it, it hasn't it's been a while right they always you know we didn't know exactly when a date was going to be um but finally over weeks and weeks and weeks that we went ahead and got a date and it's happening the, the february 25th and 26th um and i think the whitelist right is on this friday the 25th um that's going to get the chance to mint so 8,888 of these things at 58 a um, and TJ, to quote me if I'm wrong on this, I think there's like about 2,000 on the whitelist or 2,000 whitelist spots that are uh, available. I don't know if that's right. that sounds right. And then same right, price yes. for whitelist as regular drop as well. Right. Yes. Like 50 for both whitelist and public mint. I know this has been sitting around for a while because we have our little podcast planning sheet where we can add ideas through the week and stuff we see. And TJ, you had this on there like four weeks ago. Kind <laughs> like, of like six weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, we've been wanting to talk about it. We didn't want to bring it up too early before they kind of had a date in mind or actually like some real news uh, and then have more stuff to go over later was our original hope. But yeah, I'm just excited. Finally, they got this coming out. I think this is one where uh, all three of us at least have gotten, uh, you know, got that whitelist spot we're going to be getting in on. It's It's been insane over there, but... Do you, how, how do you mint? So, address drop or so what they're doing right now, the whitelist, yeah, it's just a little over 2,000 of these things uh, for the whitelist. But um, inside the disc, inside the Discord um, this past week, and I think it closes today, you had to go ahead and drop your uh, address and into their bot uh, to be able to mint. So, however, they're going to be doing that, you're basically when they're going to drop an address to the whitelisters, and the whitelisters, I guess, are going to it's going to filter you out, right? So, if you're whitelisted on there, you can mint, it'll send you the thing, otherwise, you're going to get refunded back. Um, so hopefully they do it with like a closed chat because I know that was one um, one thing that happened with like Soho kids and stuff too. Like everybody had like that whitelist spot 
Um, and then somehow they announced like the address after everything kind of went whacked out and put it into like the public chat too. And so like some of the people in the public beat out the people who had the whitelist. So hopefully they have like a chat separate for the whitelisters to be able to do that, which I'm assuming they probably would. They got so many people in this discord. There's 17,000 of them. This is actually the first whitelist that I got sniped off of by like someone trying to scam me where I got, you know, ready for the whitelist and then got the DM from some Mandrill's fake account or something saying, all right, here's your information. Just add your uh, ADA account, everything right here to get your whitelist spot. You know, there's that half a sec when you're like, oh yeah, cool. Let's do it. I'm ready. And then you're like, wait, wait, this is a DM. I'll pump the brakes. I was, I was like right there, you know, the first thing looks, everything looks legit. The names look legit and everything like that. I was ready to go. And then it was like, I even already did this. I'm verified on the channel. Like, what am I doing? I think he even texted us too. He's like, do you guys get a DM about the whitelist? Yeah. No. Don't do that. <laughs> it's so scary. That's the one biggest thing about these NFT world is that there's it's so easy to fall scam to certain <clears throat> things too. So I mean, I got that same DM and they they but they were super quick in the chat to go ahead and be like, yo, if you get any of these DMs from this guy, like do not accept that. We will never DM you guys. Everything will be inside the Discord. So they were pretty on top of it. Um, but yeah, we got a chance to talk about the, you know, talk to these guys inside the Discord. Um, CNFT Rob, I think, uh, was was over there. He actually jumped in our Discord this morning and said hi. That was cool. Um, that was cool. Well, dude, the, I was just right? Woke up to that. Yeah, like woke bro, bro, whatever, whatever it is. Dude. How does it sound like that, Tommy? Can you do it one more time? Bro, dude, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I know you bro. did more passion before. I know. There's more um, roar. That was too much bro. You got to get more roar. Bro. Yeah. Well, dude, something about these guys. Like, so these are another eight, technically another eight project, right? Um, or what these is these no more Rafiki Rafiki vibes from like, you know, like the little blue face, like the baboon. Uh, yeah. Baboon, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I know these things have been hyped up forever, but Rafiki. um, I guess Rafiki. <laughs> oh, yo, oh, the Lion King, bro. <laughs> That's exactly what I think of too, for yeah. sure. But uh, I guess the story which I've been, yeah, bro, dude. It's a fucking roar, and with the bro yeah, in front of it, sense. dude. That's all. That's the way. I I'm just wanted to, to hear you roar. I just wanted to see what you got. Katy Perry, dude, come on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, so I guess the like the story to this is like a meteor strikes near a zoo. Um, I guess this enclosure is destroyed from these mandrills, um, and then they're like in an urban jungle, which you see kind of in the artwork with the, like, the cityscape and all this stuff. Um, and they they've got this like story over there, and I guess the mandrills horde led by this guy Leon Drill. Um, he's a caring guy, according to this thing right here. But um, no, they bring I guess they're trying to bring the streets back to the apes is the story for this, and they want to transform this urban jungle into a real jungle. So that's the story background to these guys. Um, very cool artwork. It's got like that neo Miami kind of style to it. Very colorful. Um, it's very eye catching too for the CNT community. Um, you know, if you're looking for a PFP or something visual, like these things are definitely stand out in your face kind of thing. Um, I do appreciate the artwork on there. I like it. I'm a huge a, fan, like that vaporwave, like cyberpunk, like really bright colors, yeah. and like, the, like pinks and purples and blues too. Yeah. So, and, and it's one thing for the artwork too, right? Like the, the other part of this is like, like uh, Cardano probably we've been talking about this now. It's like, okay, it looks sick. The things print, you know, it looks nice. There's a hype to it. What else does it do? Or what's the long-term play for this outside of just being, uh, you know, good artwork on this. And um, they're one thing I do appreciate about like the roadmap that they have is they're not really like over promising anything right now. They're kind of just giving you like, um, you know, very like just basic information about what they're trying to do. Um, and it's, you know, they're, they're, I guess one of the main things that they're, they're toting out there outside of there is 
the community. They're very, very big into like building the community inside of there. It's community first for them. Um, and I guess the uh, community mo- a wallet is going to be one of the things where I guess royalties are going to go directly back into a community wallet. So you can kind of track, vote and do what you want with it. So you're going to have DAO kind of capabilities, I guess, for being a holder of this mandrill. Um, and then, um, again, they're giving you options for what they want to do with it, like potential land, royalty sharing, um, support animal projects. There, It's nothing like nothing crazy outside of just you're, I guess, developing it inside of this community. I know they've done that's a bunch some cool of art too. Like, Hey, yeah. it's got some, some kick-ass art here. That's a, a different kind of take. I like them, even though, like you said, it's technically an ape. I feel like the the baboon and like the detail to it is different enough that it, it yeah. doesn't instantly associate in my mind, at least with seeing some of the other ape projects. Um, Not at also all. Kind of draws me to it. It's a little different, that's for sure, at least in my mind. And I've seen multiple collabs that they've done, but I just I was actually reading through this right here. It looks like they're doing uh, collabs as partners such as Udin out there, um, mm-hmm. Kimosabi. So, you know, they got some legit people in the, inside of, you know, the actual CNFT community. It's not just like some hyped up out of nowhere project. These guys have been around. Well, that's your guy, Tommy Udin. You love that. I mean, Yo, how, I, many, I love how many Udin. hoppers you got now? 240 no. <laughs> we got quite a few hoppers over there i love the hoppers but i'm um, in his artwork but yeah it's dope to see this kind of stuff and they have a skull art drops um where they're collaborating with um different different mandrill skull art drops i don't know there's a separate policy id that's going to be done for that um and then outside of that i guess um og merchandise um raffles premium drops from time to time with like shirts and merchandise um and then something about the bees dude i don't know i saw i was reading through this the mandrills love bees um, so every thousand NFTs sold, they have a new hive. And I don't know what that is. We're working together with national international beekeepers. Um, so Did you say beads? Bees, bees, as in like, dude, yeah, like buzz. That's <laughs> from a recipe. That's like uh, a whole running joke on there. Buzz. That's all I can think so, of. I, yeah. So, I mean, to, to me, <laughs> they're not like promising you like, here, we're going to have this metaverse. We're going to have this game. We're going to have all this stuff. It's just like, Hey, we're, you know, we, we're, we're working along once we drop this thing, we're going to start building the community. Um, so I'm not, they're not overhyping it as far as anything crazy. Um, is that enough for you to invest in? Um, I think that's the big question nowadays for people. Like, is that enough for you to invest in uh, the mean, project itself? To me personally, I think just, I just like the art itself. Like that's, mm. that's all this project could be for me is just the art as is. I like that. I mean, I really do. It really is different than uh, some of the other stuff that's out there right now. Um, just as far as, right? Yeah. And going back to, I think Poppy asked earlier, like how like the public mint is, I'm not sure. I don't really sure how the public mint is going to go. If they're going to post an address or, or what? I'm not the sure. research that I did, it looks like they're about what currently as of today, uh, 2.05 K people on the whitelist, mm-hmm. the whitelist it's three mints per whitelist person. So there's only 8,880 drills. Well, there's, and and i guess the og white the og and whitelist drop again it's happening on friday february 16th at 1600 utc it says no stress you have 24 hours to mint so if you're in the whitelist you got a stress-free kind of drop going on um and i guess there's a max of three nfts per registered wallet out there so for that I, but i think um, it's for the ogs not because in the whitelist yeah yeah you need to have both roles so just the whitelist gets just one ah. if you have the og you get three Gotcha. So I, don't know, okay. I don't know how many OG rules there are, though. I'm not sure about that. Gotcha. Okay. Well, either way, I mean, that, I, I don't know how the actual mint itself is going to go. I, I mean, that's something I, you know, we can go ahead and research a little bit more. Um, I don't know if they're utilizing like a, you know, a reservation system that once you click the link or whatever it is, you have an hour or whatever it may be to go ahead and do. Planes. 
huh sea planes <laughs> sea, oh my god no don't give me another disco solaris was the one where i i got scarred by the seaplanes man oh um, my god i i that drop was so bad that i wouldn't even buy it on a secondary because i'm just like i was and i love the art but yeah god, and those, that psd is real man oh i tried god. to give up my phone i got hammered i was like oh can't connect my nobby fuck all right i'm out it, it's funny when we do their feature fest drop people were asking about they're like, can we you is this only Nami to to mint? And I was like, what are you guys talking about? And yeah. then I realized I was like, oh yeah, a lot of people are moving to that, you know, uh, reservation system and all that That's stuff. That screws me. Yeah, a lot of a lot which of things are great, doing that. Which is great. I'm happy. I'm, I'm glad to see the evolution of how people are like doing drops. I hope uh, the Mandros has um, has their infrastructure figured out because a lot of a lot of people trying to get is. this. I think I, I would I assume that they seem to have a pretty good team built behind them right now. And, um, you know, I, I feel like these guys are going to, you know, do do the right way. Um, I don't think I don't feel that kind of vibe of like a pump up kind of project and then just get all the hype going. And then they kind of just deflate after that. I don't think these are going to be no, these guys very but, active. It seems like. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what they got going on. And um, I know they have you know some partnerships with other things. Um, we, one of the things that we, they were displaying in there, which I don't know if I'll be able to scroll to, but um, it's with retro sound. Shout out to Blake over here doing a video on them. Um, but yeah, no, they do, were doing a partnership with retro sound NFTs too. So they actually had a music, um, you know, actual like soundtrack for the mandrills themselves. Those are cool. Dude, and I love the I love the retro NFTs, by the way. Um, but shout out to the Mandrills um, for, for coming up on this mint. I know Friday will be on that whitelist, and I'm curious to see how they do. Um, but this seems to be, like you said, if, even if you don't know what's going on, you've at least heard of these guys. Um, so we'll see what happens with this community. But um, they've been nothing but inviting and nice to us uh, out, outside of this. So, uh, you know, just shout out to them. We'll, I'll definitely be jumping in and seeing how it goes. That's cool. I mean, especially, you know, the... In the CNFT space, how many guys, how many mint smooth mints have you guys had? It's been it's not, handful, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a handful of some smooth ones. I mean, ones that come to mind that have been really smooth for me um, was Claymates. Um, I would say the early days, not like anything really this year, smooth, smooth. Wise, Claymates, honestly. Happy Hoppers were pretty good. Charlotte, though, me. like how they did the good Charlotte drop. That's like a super oh, good yeah. example of a smooth That's one. Cool. Um, I know, Tommy, when you do like your very important dummies, I think they used to use the reservation site through the website. Those are always simple as long as you got one. I think yeah. Tommy said, uh, I think the Project Feature Fest went pretty smooth, too. I don't know if you ever heard of it. He said that. Yeah, one. yeah, I heard that. That project actually <laughs> went pretty well, right? Even though you guys released when the congestion was just insane back then, too. But you still, it's still. had the worst whitelist congestion ever. Yeah. yeah, but you guys still did well, too. So, you know, I just hope whatever these guys do, um, you know, that hopefully it's a smooth minting process as well. Um, yeah, you so. know, as, as long, you know, the minting, the minting can turn people off. Like I had mentioned about Disco, like it turned me off to it. But mm -hmm. it, as long as the community, like, really wants to be there and they think that there's long-term value here, then, it, I mean, it shouldn't deter you from minting. Like, no. if you can if you can't we'll buy off the floor sometimes right that works to your advantage though too right if the minting process is having a little bit of a struggle some people may turn you know turn away from the hype people and it, it allows people who are actually looking to get into the project to actually be able to do that exactly. too exactly. so that's always yeah, that's always if you a really care about a project then you're gonna get it either way yeah either way so shout out to the mandrills i will do we'll be minting them this friday um and then also real quick um with these guys too you had uh it was retro sound we wanted to make a quick shout out because i i got a chance to stumble upon these and um, so, kids look so clean man it, it does look really nice uh, uh, 
the yeah, beat's yeah. sick too. Yeah, yeah. Retro sound, man. These things, I I think they're still currently minting right now. Um, and they're 45 ADA for one of these tapes, but they're dude, they're a music CNFT project, 5,000 unique cassette tapes with 500 original songs. Um, and I don't know, I don't have the sound on in this. Maybe Tom will edit some sound over when the background while we're talking. Um, if there's time. If there's time. <laughs> um got Gordon. Bro, these, uh, dude, you can, they're amazing. Some of the tracks out there, I was listening to some of these, man. Uh, uh, Poppy, I don't know if you've got a chance to heard about these. Uh, have you? Uh, yeah, I've heard about them, but I haven't. Yeah, really like looked into them, right? Some like, of I the haven't... tracks are, are pretty fire. Like even Blake sent two over that were, I like both of them and I like the Soho Kids one. So those are the only three I've listened to and I've like all three of those. Yeah, every single one I've heard, they got like some like hip hop beats to them. They've got some like other just mixed like good EDM like kind of style to them. Like this is one that I was listening. To. I literally just had this on repeat the other night because while I was in the background, I just listening to it stuff. So you should definitely get a chance to check this stuff out. But um, they're currently minting, and I think music and uh, NFTs are such a unique like opportunity right now. It's so early with this stuff, but um, I, I'm a big fan of the music NFTs, um, and I'm sure you are, or at least obviously being inside the music, uh, you know, industry and stuff like that, you definitely got your eyes on things like this. Yeah, man, anything music related, like, uh, I think that the metaverse uh, kind of trend that's happening right now mm-hmm. is huge, but I, I think that the, the next two big ones are going to be um, music and fashion. Yeah. I think with the, when people start, you know, creating new ways of consuming music or you know distributing music as well as like purchasing fashion and being way new ways to express yourself in like the metaverse um i think that that stuff's gonna take off uh i think right now like land sales are pretty big but like music man that's that's the life it it makes sense so much for the market though too i mean you probably know a little more about it than i would have an idea from the music background but I'm sure like musicians and artists in general are just always looking for their market that they can connect with. Like, I'm sure there's people out here that like what I'm making, just how do I get them to find what I need? And then them being able to collaborate and blend two things together where they get in the NFT market and you're getting a piece of art with it along with the music that you're paying for both of them, then benefit and end up getting a sale from it. Just, it just makes a lot of sense within that space. Well, that's that's the kind of the next thing for me too is like whoever i don't know how that's going to work and maybe um poppy you can kind of elaborate on this or you, you may have know something that i don't is getting these tracks getting this music like getting a nft platform right because like most of these things they're either on spotify apple or some other site to actually be able to listen to this music like perfect example for that would be like beyond rockets when they did the decentral perk album that he had i have the nft that has all the tracks on it and i can go to my pool pm and i can actually listen to it which is great but you know that doesn't really help me as much when i always want to go bring that into like the you know my airpods or like the car or something like that so it's on spotify um what would be a really cool thing would have a platform to actually be able to listen to your and like upload your nfts or read your wallet and be able to listen exclusively to nft music um i think that would be a cool cool idea um going forward inside yeah, the space I don't like cardano sounds is working on something i know mew is working on something mm-hmm. um who else um oh shout out to what's his name uh oh it's a guy that he just had an amazing idea and he's work, trying to work with music labels and he did a callous proposal um sure, sorry, you. Oh, you're good. but yeah there's there's a lot of music projects coming future fest is a music project like yep. um it just i feel like it's the natural evolution right like figuring yeah. out connect with your community and connect 
with other humans and well, music is the best M- way to do it. Music so, is kind of the blockchain. Absolutely. Yeah. Once you get, you know, you start building the worlds, right? You got the artwork and you want the music, then you got, you know, this, the space to be at. It's all, it's, and people live off that. And I know I'm one of those too, like at work in the background, I got music in the back of my AirPod all day while I'm just doing something. I hate being in like silence. So even these things where these retro sound tracks, man, they're amazing. You know, I could literally run repeat some of this stuff or if I had like an album of them, dude, I could listen to it all day. I just love how they're throwing it back to like to the cassette days. Um, you know, they even make a reference about like, yo, you don't need your pencil to go ahead and rewind these ones. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Remember that back in the day on cassette? Wow, yeah. yeah, I do. What they, they need to do like, is they need with the eraser like part. A, in oh, between, yeah. they need to have like they should have came out like a hit clips. Remember those? You got to put your cassette inside them. They play like ten seconds of the song. You know what I'm talking yeah. about at all? Those little hit clip things. I do. It's like a Gizmodo project. Like if they had a little oh, like, yeah, cassette yeah, yeah. player, you know, you got the Walkman with it first, and then you had to do like put the tape in the Walkman to play it. We're showing our age here, Tom. Yeah. Well, I never had Walkman. That was a little before me. <laughs> yeah, the Walkman. It was like the CD non-skid yeah, player yeah, back yeah. in the day. Oh, yeah, man. Even the, yeah, the detail on this stuff looks really nice, though. I just, I, I said, I've seen them minting, and I haven't really, I, I hadn't pulled the trigger on them, but after listening to this stuff, I'm definitely going to uh, probably pick up a couple. Um, but I just want to shout out the music stuff because I know Mandrills did a thing with them, and I just saw, like you said, Soho Kids today had dropped it. So there's a perfect co- uh, combination of fashion and NFTs and music right there between those guys. So shout out to uh, Retro Sound and the, and the yeah. team out there. Shout out Retro. Still, shout out. Uh, still minting. Mint shout is live. Awesome. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Oxy and the team over here at Soho. Yeah, I know um, he's obviously outside of Soho Kids. He's big inside the CNT community too. So I know he's pushing. pushing. Um, he's doing some great stuff out there. So I always always give them a shout out. Um, but dude, speaking of big projects that got hyped the hell out of nowhere. And for me that, uh, you know, the Ethereum artist and high quality artwork, dude. Did you get a chance to see Overexposed this so past week? Dude, this this artwork is some of the coolest looking stuff that I've, I've got my chance to oh, see inside this. Dude, look at, I mean, the detail on this stuff and it's all right. dedicated, you know, inspired by like the film. Like well, film and I was going to say, we've got a music and like content heavy episode because we had Future Fest with music and artists and live performances. You just had uh, the actual cassette tapes and this is, there's, I mean, it's going to be an NFT drop, but isn't it focused around like short films and, and are making a short wait i think so. uh, can i give you guys a background on ren yeah I, I, okay so check this out i i saw overexposed a couple of weeks ago um mm-hmm. and I, I was very uninterested in it because i was like oh man it is getting hyped and i was like you know it's just another hype project whatever whatever but yesterday he did an interview with cardano thor and cardano mm-hmm. thor has been doing great interviews on on twitch and so he had the artist behind Overexposed, Ren, and also the person that's helping him in the CNFT space, 4-5 Jeff. Mm-hmm. And if you know Jeff, the you know, 2500 Club and a bunch yeah. of other groups, um, he's well-known in the community, and he's kind of like helping Ren kind of navigate the Cardano space. And so Ren was, um, he was over on ETH, and I guess his projects were being overlooked because, you know, obviously on ETH, um, it's a little oversaturated, so mm. it's hard to actually find, you know, very good artists because of just, you know, the the hype machine. People just want the hype project if they can flip. Um, so they were overlooking his art, um, and he kind of gave up. He was very, he was very, you know, he felt pretty bad about what was happening, and a lot of his friends were coming up. But then people were like, "Come over to Cardano. Cardano would love your stuff." 
So he kind of started checking out Cardano. He didn't know what it was. He didn't know what CNFTs were. And slowly but surely, he kind of started picking it up. He got in touch with Jeff. Jeff kind of walked him through it. And now they're releasing this project, Overexposed, on Cardano. And then it's so far, the look at the quality of work. Dude, it looks amazing, man. Like, um, let's see if I can blow this up on screen while we're sitting here. Like, Twitter doesn't do it justice. No, um, it doesn't. But it not, still looks not, great, it though. It. But, dude, yeah, it's like this 3D artwork. And it's, like you said, I love how the heads on these things are, like, the old school, like, cameras. Like, I love I love that aspect of him because he was, like, inspired by, like, film and photography. I was listening a little bit yesterday while I had a chance at work while uh, Thor was on stream. And shout out to Cardano Thor and these guys, dude. They had, like, over 1,400 live viewers on Twitch at, oh, at one point. At one time. Yeah, instantly, really, too. Yeah. It was huge, huge hype because obviously they were, really, they were releasing that. That was one thing as uh, four or five Jeff, I was sitting there in the 2500 club. Everybody's kind of hounding them like, dude, when are you dropping the Discord links? When are you dropping the Discord links? Like they didn't have the Discord. That was the whole promotion for that was they were going to be dropping Discord links on that stream with Thor. Um, and they were starting, he would drop them at like 25, 50, like 25. Like it would just be like instant. And I was getting seaplane PTSD yesterday trying to jump <laughs> into that stuff. <laughs> um, so, but it was, it, I, I didn't make it in on time. I know you, like, I think it was the three millimeter roll um, that you would get, which I don't know. 35 millimeter. 35. Sorry. Yeah. There you go. I was, okay, you know, was, the thing what I love, the thing what I loved most about that interview uh, was that I got to see the artist who he was fully mm -hmm. done I got to see who was his sponsor, which was Jeff. I mean, I say sponsor, but you know what I mean? Like, he, yeah, he's helping him out. And the art speaks for itself, but I that doesn't really do it for me. What I really would like to know is who's creating the art. Right. And he played everything so well. And fucking icing on the cake, he was just like, I've fallen in love with the Cardano community. People here have genuinely shown me love and support since I started the, mm -hmm. the Twitter and it's only been like positive and i you know what like anybody that's writing for the cardano community and like giving us love like that like i'm like all right dude oh like this seems like just an art project and i know people are like what's the utility what's the utility i don't need it like i just no. want to support i, I want to support rent yeah well he's an amazing artist outside of just you know the utility i think sometimes you know we sometimes we focus on that too much right like everything has to do something for you sometimes people think you can appreciate just what they're making like right you want to support that artist you want to support that creator because you generally enjoy just either rocking that as a profile pic or enjoy displaying that somewhere right and these things are obviously top quality which i i love i love the look of these things that was the thing that drew me in it was like it was like, wait, is that actually a project or what is this? This looks almost too good to be kind of true thing. When I first started seeing the teasers for this stuff, and I had no clue what it was yet. Um, so to hear him, like he said, uh, Ren jump on stream yesterday, like fully like docs himself. He was out there, explain his story. And then for him, like he said, to fall in love with the Cardano blockchain as he started to get involved with the community. Man, that's a great story right there. And I have no problem supporting somebody like that. And Absolutely. On top of loving the artwork just in general, you know. So um, I, this is this is definitely going to be one of those hyped up ones. Um, you know, they finally did drop the, the Discord yesterday. And I think within a day, they're already at over 4,200 people inside the Discord. Um, so I did miss out, unfortunately, on the first thousand of them. They do have that Genesis token that they're going to be able to do, which I guess is going to be about 108 to drop um, up there. So that's going to be dope um, for people who did get inside the Discord, that, that 35 millimeter roll. But if you didn't, I mean, there's obviously still going to be other ways, I'm sure, to get inside of there. But, uh, man, I'm, I, I was that made me excited yesterday to kind of see that, um, like you so said. Is, uh, so also, I want to say, like, 4-5 Jeff, like, fucking awesome work. 
like mm-hmm. recruiting an amazing artist to come over to the CNFT space. Oh, because absolutely. Like, it, 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 I don't know if it was him solely that convinced him to come, but like Jeff is a well-known member of the community. And I think mm-hmm. that he did like a great job bringing over the stuff. That's why I'm so involved with the, the Benjamin's Club and Benjamin Group is because I really, really love um, elevating the quality of work that's happening on Cardano. Like, I think when we all talk about Cardano and the blockchain and we're saying, oh, it's the, what did people say about Cardano? It's the, it's the third. Of a, it's the, no, not the <laughs> it's like a, you know, like if, 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 if Bitcoin was like level one, Ethereum's level two, Cardano is like a level right. three. It's the evolution, right? Yeah. The, evo- the next level. Generation three, third generation. There you go. So that's what I mean. Like if we're a third generation blockchain, we need third generation art. And that's yeah. what I think Overexposed is bringing. That's what I think the Benjamin Club, Benjamin Group is doing. Um, we, and that's what I think FutureFact is doing also with utility. I, I, and, and that's what we need. We need to push. We need to, we need to demand more from um, our artists and from the projects that are dropping here. Yeah. Well, you, you explained that beautifully right there, just to kind of touch bases as we're watching in the background, him kind of building his own version of the wind button, right? That was made famous by Yummy Universe. Um, but the quality of artists, right? Like you're saying that third generation, like a lot of it is like, you know, people are automatically attracted to Ethereum just because they've been established. There's a platform there, there's exposure and people are making a lot of money. Right. But it's also very frustrating too over there on that side. It's saturated and it's some of that stuff is just kind of, you know, it's, it gets expensive, especially. So coming in, finding a blockchain that it has a future, like a big future in mind. I think Cardano makes perfect sense for these people to, to come over here because it's, you know, it's very easy entry point right now. Uh, very low fees and it's you got a very welcoming community so if you're producing good artwork like this guy's doing man you're welcome with open arms man it's a, it's a good place to be so um you know i'm, I'm excited and look how look how far we've come in a year not even a year not even it's a year not even, right? not even yet yeah <clears throat> we had a uh, space buds uh, i love space buds love space mm-hmm. buds. but compare that to overexposed oh yeah like, Right. Are you kidding me, dude? This yeah. is a, the first year of CNFTs. Imagine <laughs> what's going to happen year two, year three. Oh, yeah. yeah. As you get more and more talented people, because a lot of this stuff is you, you got people who are developers, they're younger, they're learning that, you know, they're learning as they go kind of thing, too. Like some of these guys who are established in their own craft and are really good at what they do, when they discover this blockchain technology and what it can actually do and how people can mit into this stuff, dude, though, like you said, you're going to see that quality instantly instantly get better um and these this guy clearly is talented in what he does i mean this stuff looks amazing well um, i just hope like these artists know that like not every project like, even us as collectors we don't need utility we just like good art too at this at the same time we don't need to have something for this art we just like the art so sometimes i feel like artists might be a little intimidated to come on any blockchain just because like well i don't really want to offer anything or having an offer other than my artwork right so i feel like that could be a little intimidating for artists sometimes yeah i agree on that and i think uh i think sometimes the art speaks for itself and i me being somebody who wasn't really into too much art prior to coming into the nft world i found a new appreciation for it by being an investor in here and being a collector and starting to see oh, what these guys have built dude 100 i got a whole new respect level for and then obviously now us being involved in the community doing what we do um dude i probably i'm sure you kind of can maybe did you kind of were you a big art collector prior to coming into uh nfts yeah man yeah. i love art. i love art uh, I, I mean that's why i'm in music because it's art right I, I i love um 
I, if anything, I consider myself an art dealer more than, you know, like a yeah. <laughs> NFT person. I, I collected a lot of like uh, pieces that I would find either like, I first started like vacationing. Mm-hmm. And then when I was in the Navy, I was traveling around. So I was collecting stuff, you know, traveling. Yeah. And um, and then, of course, Pokemon cards when I was a kid. I love yeah, 100% it. I love out it. to that. For that sure. Thing. But uh, but when I got into uh, crypto, I didn't really get it. Like, I didn't really understand. Like, I mean, I understood how charts work and buying a token, and hodling and selling, whatever. But it, it wasn't very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um but it wasn't until I saw NFTs that I was like, I get it. Right. I'm just buying good art, selling good art. And I was yeah. like, that's, that's all I got to do. And I, I've done very, I think I've done pretty well uh, yeah. last year. Just oh, like you... buying the stuff that was really, oh, really no. good. Put your hand behind it, TJ. <laughs> I know it's not working. TJ's over here just fucking. Is that Charizard? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Dude. <laughs> You've been I never up. got a Charizard. Oh I my got God. two. I got two of them. Bro, I got my Charizard stolen from me when I was a kid. I had one stolen oh. too. The kid down the street, Tommy, like my parents got in a fight, like went down there, accused their kid of stealing the card. I mean, I don't even, it wasn't like, no, he didn't get caught in the act. I don't even know 100% for sure, but it was like a big deal. Yeah. Big drama on the block that night. Uh, Teacher's <laughs> over here just randomly flex, all of a sudden flexing the Charizard, the Charizard out there. Yo, that, that's amazing. He keeps yeah, it in his right. wallet, actually. That's a, that's a super <laughs> fun. Dude. For, is it first edition? Of course. No, it's not. No, it's not first edition. holding on a gold mine over here. He's just going to be like uh, Logan Paul wearing it on a chain. just coming out, you know? <laughs> yeah, I got uh, uh, I'm a first edition holographic man champ that I, the moment I got it when I was eight years old i put it into a fucking sleeve because i knew i knew what it was oh yeah and i was holding on to that thing since i was eight years old dude i still, I still, <laughs> I still got my book of holographics that just oh, yeah. sit in my closet right now and there's one day like i don't know if, if they'll be they'll be worth anything or if they're just gonna sit there and i'll pass them down to my kids but you know they're worth a lot right now i have my my pokemon cards in a fireproof waterproof safe do you really? smart i need I, to do that i got mine in a bin in my closet I'm giving them to my kids to sell for my grandkids like it's gonna be a part of my will dude that's I, awesome i need to do that then huh I, I, that's one thing i'm very bad about is uh you know putting stuff in like a safe and doing things especially renting like an apartment and stuff like that it's like oh yeah it'll be fine but can you imagine somebody coming through just ripping through all your stuff so i do need to start protecting that so an old shoebox is not a good safe just want to clear i, I apparently not right <laughs> no um dude yeah well tj over here just kind of divert in the conversation with his flex of a charizard hey you brought uh, pokemon i was like hey i gotta show it one time every time we say the word pokemon i wanted to flex my charizard one time yeah right well <laughs> yeah, i'm surprised was, you held on to that when we talked to david and pull i right should have <laughs> yeah, you should have. Yeah, Yummy Universe, who boom, here's the Charizard right there. But, um, well, shout out to Overexposing those guys and Ren, um, Cardano Thor for giving them the platform to do that, and 45 Jeff for bringing them over. Can I, can I segue it, to, uh, to an artist that's dropping tomorrow on Cardano in the Benjamin's Club? Oh, or, yeah, absolutely. I don't like deter us. I know we're on a schedule. Hey, you know what? We can break the schedule. That's the beauty of doing this live right now. So, can you yeah. check out? Uh, can you check out Natalie Shao? She's shopping on the Benjamin's Club. If you go Benjamin's Club, you'll she'll probably be the first person there. Benjamin's Club, yeah, I got you, no problem on that. Dude. And this is for the the club, so it's an auction, a one on one auction. They're gonna be doing right, some right, of her right. stuff. Okay. Yeah, so these are oh, right. she's only dropping two pieces. These are her first two pieces that she's dropping on Cardano. Um, this is the love, uh, Medusa and love. Mm-hmm. 
Awesome. This that's awesome. I think is just like wonderful. She's a she's just a photograph and graphics artist, but this is the first pieces that she's bringing to Cardano, and I just think they're gonna be, dude. These are oh, just nice. That's that's just really I, really really interesting looking right there. And I think about like bringing up the that's detail quality of art. That's like blockchain. There? This is what I mean. Yeah, I wish we weren't looking at this on Twitter. Like I'm oh, sure this is getting I'm destroyed by right now. <laughs> I was no, this sure is getting destroyed right now by Twitter's. Uh, you nah. know how much they downgrade some of the pictures. And this is awesome looking right here. I didn't. I didn't even actually catch this at all. So this is all part. So if you're a Benjamin Clubs holder, not the group, but the club with the keys, this is how you're going to have. What is it? Auction uh, to be able to it grab one of these. Yeah, the auction starts at two thousand for both pieces, and mm -hmm. the, knowing the club, it'll probably shoot up two three x from that but yeah uh, these Damn. are amazing and i know natalie work if, if you click on natalie and see her profile and kind of see the other work that she's done on like rareable and like open seas and stuff mm -hmm. you, you can see like she brings only like top quality stuff oh wow yeah see this is the other side that i don't see as much um uh, as far as these one of ones and these this artwork that's something that i haven't really explored yet in my like cnft journey so getting to learn about this, especially, like I said, if you wouldn't have brought that up, I probably would have had no clue about this stuff. So um, it's definitely got me interested, right? Like, I, I love the way that some of this stuff works and the the attention to detail. I think the only thing outside of this, these kind of things has been a Aeonium Sky for us. Like, I, I love the attention to detail and the work that they do. Um, so seeing these right here, I mean, <laughs> dude, it's, it's crazy. I mean, you see something new every time you look at it, which I, I really love. So she said she's on when we're talking about like overexposed and like the the work that jeff uh for have jeff did with bringing him over like that's what i mean man like there, there's more to seeing it than just can i flip it can i buy five flip four keep one yeah you know it's also like am i can i can i find artists that i think are long term 10 20 30 years mm -hmm. really going to change the landscape of art not just digital art but like art as in, in in totality and i think stuff like this like this medusa i love this oh yeah so oh, it's so... Like, so, like it's medusa in love but she's so in love she turned this dude she to turned stone. the dude to stone yeah yeah <laughs> uh that's that's amazing right now and i love that i love how yeah they contrast the colors see where she's all in color and then obviously he's in stone right now the, it plays really well um and these are a... cnfts bro these are going to be seen like we said in a year look how far we've come yeah yeah, that's amazing so you know shout out to uh benjamin's club and, and poppy for letting us know about that i did not know um so that's really cool i wish i don't even know what the keys go for right now or um on secondary or anything like that i'm sure most people probably aren't really selling them too much if they are um but, yo uh i kind of wanted to actually that segues perfectly into what our next topic was going to be over here speaking of uh actual artwork was jarheads um this past week i don't know Poppy, if you've got a chance to see these they actually dropped on february uh, 19th um, a few days ago. Um, and this is straight up just original artwork as well. Um, and these things have been going nuts on the secondary market right now. Um, you got Drams over here who's picked up. So if you see Drams sitting around inside a community, you know he's he's loaded up on these things. Is he? Um, I was going to say, yeah. Oh, he's got probably a hundred of these things, right? Uh, but no, the artwork on this stuff is super unique. Um, and there's no rarity at all on these things. They're all just originals. I um, mean, you know, the, pre the people put the value to it. And it's this original artwork. And I didn't really, really think two and two together. I saw them drop, um, didn't mint one. And they were sitting at like 158 a floor yesterday. And uh, the as, as of this recording on a Wednesday night, dude, they were up to 508 a floor um, on these things. So 
Yeah, shout yeah, out to these on. I think I saw these on. There's 646 now. I saw these on the Cardano Lounge and I saw someone put Jarhead and I thought it was the Jarhead from Twitter Spaces. Same, same. That was just a joke. <laughs> I didn't think it was a real thing, but right. wow, these are cool. I was like, yo, he did a great job at that. So, yeah, that, I thought the same. Darkwing Duck. Duck, yeah. I, that's where and some of these are doing really well but um i did i did see like he had a joke on there somewhere somebody was like yo how could you how amazing would it be if this guy was like actually three years old and just drawing it's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty uh abstract drawing for three i like that oh they're art, art subjective man that's it true. is but um obviously like you said you're not going into the generative projects it's all hand-drawn stuff there's no rarity and people are assigning value to it and it's doing really well so um you know, you're starting. Maybe we're seeing a new move inside the space too. To to, to true artwork. This is, what I mean, this is what I mean. Like this is art. Like we're 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 not past the. You know, we're buying a a, a turtle with fucking fairy wings as an investment. But yeah, but it's got rainbow wings on the back. You're telling me that's not real? Right? <laughs> right. It's got turtles. sunglasses on. <laughs> the three D ones. This is you. This is like you buying into like legit art. Art. Like which I which I I really love. I really love the movement into that and i think if if cardano becomes the space where like true artists come and mm-hmm. it's not just like uh flippers i think we could like i don't know i think we could change the way uh art is perceived on blockchain instead of oh, it yeah. just being you know a ten thousand collection that's worth two million dollars a piece you know um you know maybe it's a way for artists to like live and grow and thrive and i don't know i think well, it would be, you know, well, we're again, we're still like we always say, we're always still early in this, which we truly are, because you see, you see the new technologies are starting to come out. Where you know, take like a nano frames or those digital NFT frames, where you can actually connect your actual wallets to your thing to prove ownership of this stuff. Eventually, we're gonna have, yeah, you know, we, we live in this digital world. Our TVs are gonna be able, like with like Samsung, I know they're exploring blockchain technology too to be able to display your actual NFTs. Um, but it, you think about down the line. I got a digital frame over here that actually displays all my NFTs. And the only, and the way that I prove ownership is by having it on the blockchain. That's the utility with the NFT. I think you'll see that moving forward and it's still early enough that we, you know, people to, who may not understand it or just like well, us over here are like, that's sick. It's in my wallet. I can look at it. It's on the computer, but eventually it's going to move into this space where it is displayed inside the home. It's in a big, big way. Um, and and I, I could definitely see where these kind of pieces will start to thrive because you know, I don't want as much as I love, uh, you know, my yummy or, or my clay or one of those things. Do I want it staring at me all day on my wall? Maybe some people would. Other people may look to, you know, a different kind of art style that they want to go ahead and display this on their on their uh, their walls and inside their homes for people to look at. Um, so it's, it, the possibilities are endless. But I like the shift that we're starting to see over here. Damn, I slept on this. Honestly, I, I totally slept. These are these are super cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm very upset that I didn't get them in there. And I know we were oh, even t- talking about me. Oh, that's so cool. Right. Oh, man. Well, shout out to anybody who did mint the Jarheads over there. Um, and I did I did think the same thing, Poppy. Of the, uh, it was Jarhead from the Twitter spaces over there. I thought he was doing our Taco Tuesday, uh, our tunnel and all that, the intro song. I thought that was him. He's, he's held some uh, sleeper project, but no, not at all. That is- joke fuck but like uh, not like this was a joke but fuck it that was good no they These actually are, are really cool. dope oh, i actually man. i really like them right yeah so maybe i don't know like the phone okay, will die down here, here's the thing is uh okay so here's i guess here's the question is um y- you guys just met me but in the little time that you guys you've been talking 
is is it weird that I like this over the mandrills? No, like no, that's what's great about this space. Like you can like whatever you like. I know. I mean, honestly, this stuff like the way and we, I mean, not being biased or anything to the mandrills either. I kind of like this kind of draws me in a weird way, um, too. I, I, I'm, I kind of am in the same boat with you, actually, uh, on that, too. Um, it's a different style, though, um, in, in my mind. Um, I, I, it's I feel like in this I'm like in an exclusive club if I own one of these um, versus where like the mandrills. Yes, they are all unique as well. But uh, it's it's like real, you know, it's a difference between like the artwork, right? Like this feels just different, uh, something about them. So well, yeah. No, yeah, and as much as I like the mandrills as well, um, I th- it, there are a little bit more like what we're used to seeing as far as the profile picture project. So seeing this, even though it is kind of has that like turned profile person, it, it just looks so different from what we see all over the space that it really does catch your attention pretty quick. Yeah, so I know I don't think that uh, I don't think you're crazy at all for thinking that this looks better than that. I mean everything's subjective right to anybody that's the beauty of art anybody anything i mean i can think uh, you know anything looks great but um yeah i think these are they're super unique looking right i, I actually I like really these. some of the these more like i'm looking really at it the more i'm getting like yeah. upset with myself like damn it like why did i miss out on this you and know? some draw you in and then other ones look like i'm gonna have nightmares about them <laughs> yeah if i got to, like this clown dude with a little diamond red red eyes right here yeah. like staring at me i'm just like yeah. no my digital frame just staring at me at night i fucking terrified him. you know <laughs> imagine <laughs> They're like drunk looking at them and they just they're tripping out the pictures, dude. For sure, I don't oh know. Oh my man. god, six thirty as a time at work. Yeah, wow. yes. So maybe we'll talk about this in a week, and we're gonna be like, yeah, these things are sitting at a thousand eight a floor, or uh, everything always price corrects too. There's no reason to FOMO into any of this stuff, but um. Oh I no, just... I have a list. Uh, I have a I have a huge bucket list of things I'm gonna buy in the bear market. When all you paper hands let your space buds go for under five k, Poppy's coming through and just sweeping that floor. Yeah, hey. man. My name's Cardano Poppy. I'm here to stay. Yeah. I want to buy all these great Cardano projects when everybody else is out of here. Yeah, I agree, and I think that we'll we'll definitely go through those times. But yeah, shout out to Jarhead. Shout out to the you know the artist over here who drew this man. I mean. These things look amazing, and there's only the little. Just, I love how everybody does these unique little numbers now, like two thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Like that's such an odd, unique little one right there. Um, but there's so there's not a shitload of these things either. So I might I need to go join the Discord and see if I can get in here soon. Um, maybe we'll rock the profile pic. Who knows? Uh, a shout out to them. And then speaking of another unique artwork, um, um, or just different styled artwork, which I know they've gotten some comparisons as well, which we've talked about um, over here is Spud Buddies. Um, I know most of this stuff, we 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 kind of gotten drawn into it. It's more on the cartoony style of the stuff, but it's definitely different as far as the artwork itself goes. Um, and again, I, I think, what was the name of the project over on ethereum sprite club or something that's what like i mean that. it's different enough to like but is is it like it's simple enough to where they you know had some call outs that people said it might have been borrowed or stolen straight up um well a little bit of fun. said like yeah exactly and then they kind of said <laughs> hey no or we just kind of have a a very general body shape and, and an art style um it, it's you know and then it's kind of hard to say without being involved directly from either side 
Um, we were originally drawn to them, though. I do like it. I mean, the this, this Sprite, what was it, Sprite Pals or Sprite Buddies? I apologize. I'm sorry. I don't remember what it is either, Tommy. Yeah, it was Sprite, 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 Sprite something um, over there, which I didn't know anything about, first off. So, you know, it's just a different uh, blockchain. I think they're on Ethereum. So I'm not as familiar with a lot of those yeah. projects, which is you why, I mean, they try to take advantage of it, you know, things like that. If it, the projects that do come over and take stuff, because we just haven't heard of some of those other projects. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but- but I guess Lewis, the guy uh, mm-hmm. over there, Fudbud Lewis out there, he had, he'd kind of went back and was like, look, this is some of the stuff and not my art style. That he's I've been the artist. I was going to say, yeah, Lewis is the artist. Yeah. And he's like, I've been drawing stuff like this for years. Maybe have I been inspired maybe from certain things like this? Sure. Um, but he goes, this is what my art style has looked like in the past. So it's not like I'm just randomly coming up with these kind of eye shapes and different things. So, you know, um, you know, and, and, and at the same time, people can be inspired by certain things. It's not necessarily a bad thing either. But uh like I said, as long as they're not straight up like ripping stuff up, uh, ripping up other artwork, I mean, that's fine to be inspired by different things. I mean, look that's at Brian Bowser. Yeah, if you take someone else's hard work and then just pass it off as your own to make quick money and take advantage of people, and it's a problem. But like, it was like you said, Cardano Poppy, when you, um, different situations, different circumstances, but when you heard the artist talk, how much that kind of like, you know, eased your mind and really was like, I want to get behind this now. I did somewhat enjoy, you know, seeing the things that Lewis said. And I also liked seeing both sides kind of come forward and say, we probably didn't handle that the best, especially a lot of the FUD buddies guys came out and were like, all right, we probably could have been a little more diplomatic and, and handled that a little bit better. Um, you know, it was kind of a reaction, I think, and, and moved past yeah. it, I think, with the artists as well. Well, everybody gets a little like defensive, like you said, when you start attacking or not attacking, but like, creating FUD with mm-hmm. FUD. It, how it's funny, it's it's fitting. Like you can have a project like FUD Buddies without having some sort of FUD involved with it prior to your mint, right? Like it just wouldn't make any sense like to have that, right? It, like maybe that it's was almost planned, too perfect. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Paid actors. <laughs> no, but um, I, I mean, I like the art style. I didn't know anything about the other project over on Ethereum side, and and I, again, I, I you can make an argument for whatever. I think the more part of the FUD inside of that was just the way that one of the mods had responded to the art actual artist other than mm-hmm. it just kind of being like a, a, a kind of like a bro kind of joke kind of thing off to that other than that I think it was kind of handled and dropped and, and done with and I haven't heard anything you know bad since then and I still actually enjoy the artwork of, of these things I wouldn't mind having one of these things and I know they're minting um this sunday the 27th um over at 1900 UTC so it's, I think it's two o'clock over here on the east coast for us or 52 ADA um so i i it's something that's been on my radar for a while um i i like the artwork and it's something a little darker a little different it's a little it's like i said i love just the eyes and a little I like, random i like the artwork i like the community too they they had a fun community it seems like what they were doing in discord with their names and all that kind of kind of stuff um i, I don't know are you gonna i don't know if i'm gonna get in on this one though tj are you gonna buy one of these uh i think i might get one yeah okay yeah, I mean, I like them. I just, I just don't know if this is one I'm gonna, you know, jump into. Yeah, um, myself, it, but I do, I, think, I do enjoy it. Yeah, they well, they, these guys blew up quick. They were mm-hmm. definitely they blew. They right at the end, of, they jumped to like four thousand members or followers, or like within like a day almost. Um, and we've been covering them for a little bit, but again, I'm not no fud or anything to these guys. I actually, I like, I like the way this looks. Um, and I think you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take my chance and then try to jump in for the mint. Um, well, I think I might miss it though. Right? It's during the day, isn't it? Yeah, two o'clock on a Sunday, yeah. so that's always tough. Oh, tough Sunday, I might be able to get that one then. Yeah, who knows? But um, I don't know. Probably I don't know. Have you got a chance? Have you seen any of this artwork yet? Um, is and is this right that Jock is involved with this? Yeah, yeah. yeah there's oh, Jock, definitely. If Jock's involved, I'm down. Yeah, I think Jock. I, Jock <laughs> I, guess, 
I think Jock was actually the one who actually had the response to the other artists. And he said something along the lines of like, I don't know, it's kind of like a bro comment to it. And it was just like not meant to be taken like I think of super offense or anything, but it was kind of blown out of proportion, in my opinion. Um, so, but yeah, dude, they, they moved on and these guys were, are, are good, man. They're all community members inside of the CNFT world. And they've got uh, Fudbud Lewis, I guess, is the uh, one of the artists over here. And they've got some community mods. There's a lot of people in there, man. Um, Jock's all with the DJ. I, I, mean, he's I honestly, all over uh, time. I honestly, if I look at a project and I know somebody that's like on the team, I mean, like I'll, I'll yeah. give you an example. Uh, the SGS, I know we're not supposed to talk about it, but the yeah. Secret Ghost Society. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I know a lot of the guys that are in the team. So I'm in, like I'm in. Like, yeah. I, like I, I, I did all my research, of course. You never do anything without doing your research. And I looked at the white paper. And, but, you know, when I know somebody on the team, somebody that's in the community, I'm supporting the community, man. Yeah. Uh, Jock is behind this. I did not know that until just now. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Doesn't take much more than that. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think they got a good backing behind them. That, that was the original thing that kind of drew us in was obviously the artwork is grabbing at first. It was something unique that I hadn't seen. And again, I'm not too familiar on the Ethereum side of stuff. So to me, it was brand new looking. It got me in there. And then the Discord was fun. Like you said, they have like, they use the word FUDBUD. They put that in front of your name and then whatever it is, FUDBUD, Tommy or whatever, FUDBUD, Cardano, Poppy, jumping inside. So everybody kind of played along with that inside the Discord, had some fun. And uh, they got a cool team behind them right now. So um yeah like you said i think a team like uh, it gives you confidence with anything uh going into it and whether you support it or really love it or not if you you know support the people that are making it that's a huge thing for people too you know because you can trust 100%. them you're right yeah it is the team it's for me a lot of it is the team like if if i if if i can put faith like because i think as an investor right like if you're an investor you should be looking into who's actually running the company right and uh yeah if 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 like the people that I know are in it, yeah, I'm gonna just support them. One because I, I want to support the community. Two because I feel like there's less chance of it being a rug pull. Right. Yeah, you got a little more confidence in. These yeah, guys. you have that person that's already established in like the community. You don't expect them to just disappear overnight. It's definitely mm-hmm. something that helps ease the mind too, for sure. Yeah. Well, I just shout out to the Fud Buddies um, and these guys. I definitely will be checking them out on Sunday. Um, like I said, 1900 UTC, 52 ADA, 6,666 of them. And I guess there's no max amount per wallet. So we'll That's see how they sell. Yeah. I think, I think, by the way, well. how do you guys feel about, how do you guys feel about these ADA prices? Uh, Mandrill's 50, Fud Buddies 52, with the ADA price being under a dollar, it makes sense. But yeah. A lot of these a lot of these projects put their number out when ADA was probably like 130. Right. 130. How do you guys feel about the price over 50 ADA? I mean, that seems kind of standard. (laughs) To me, it seems, it seems standard, right? Like for, like, I mean, I were you, I was used to prices like that kind of even back last year when it was $2. Yeah. Yeah, Two, three bucks. It got expensive quick, but I'm not, I'm not a problem with that at all. I mean, if you look at Ethereum's prices for some of these things, I mean, even just base, like you're a couple hundred bucks just to mint into it. So, I mean, for me, 50 bucks. Sure, I saw it said best recently where like they don't look at really the price so much like they look at Cardano as the token itself so it's still just 58 or whatever it is 50 cents or three dollars still the 58 to them so I mean that's how I kind of look at it too it's just the how many eight how much 80 do I have I, I think there's a responsibility part factor to this too though of to us who have been in around this space for a while, you've had a chance to buy in and do well and flip and make ADA. And, and yeah, I do look at it, you know, not maybe as a dollar value. Sometimes I just look at how many ADA tokens I have in my wallet. 
Um, but there's new people coming into the space too, who are like, Hey, this is 50 bucks. Like, what is this going to get me? Like, that's a lot of money to me. Or that's like part of my paycheck. Like, do I really want to spend that on this digital artwork? Is it going to do well? Or am I going to lose all my investment? So I do think that that's still an important conversation to have for new people coming into the space. Cause yeah, you, you mean you, you start charging like an equine or somebody like that who did 250 ADA um, out there on that, which got you three NFTs. Right. But that, that can also maybe turn some people away, but like, that's too much for me to spend on this digital artwork that may not get it. So I'm fine with the price, but I can understand people coming into it who are a little skeptical. And well, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? My thoughts, I don't really care. I think 50 is fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I have some deep breakdown of it here. It's like, yeah, dude, sure, whatever. It's not, it's cool. I mean, it's not nothing crazy. Like you said, it's pretty standard, Tommy. So it's nothing that like blows your mind or anything like that. I mean, yeah, you yeah. always like to see it a little lower. I like it not lower just because it's accessible, but because it kind of gives them some room to, to let things kind of play out on the market and then maybe doesn't, you know, hopefully drop below mint right away and panic a bunch of people and they all sell out and then it just crashes. Um, it kind of lets it breathe and gives it some room to grow. But uh, yeah, 50 seems pretty, pretty standard right now. It's nothing, nothing too crazy. No. I only wonder because it's like, you know, like FUD buddies, like, um, like what I, I know it's like 52 ADA and, and depending on the price um, of the dollar compared to it, but I'm wondering, like, what is it? Is it going to be like a season two? Is it utility? Not, I'm not doing any research. So, right. I don't know, you know, I'm just saying, like, I always wonder, like, does the price correlate to the roadmap? Do, do people just say 50 because that's what everybody it's else standard. is doing? Yeah. I mean, it looks like FudBuddy's got a 5% resale. Like, is 5% royalty, like, good for a project that just looks like an art project? And I'm saying, I don't know if it is just an art project. I'm doing my research. But I'm wondering, like, what do you guys feel like is appropriate for people to accurately price their projects and give a royalty um, compared to their roadmaps? Do you guys have an opinion? Uh, yeah, say. definitely for the roadmap, because especially like depending on what kind of project it's going to be. I know we were kind of discussing this, Tommy and TJ, um, if we ever kind of did something that we, we might sell uh, <clears throat> in regards to royalty, like having a especially if it's a 10,000 drop project, you know, if you have a lower royalty, usually like a 2%, 2.5%, that seems appropriate because there's going to hopefully be so much volume that that'll still make up for it. Where if you have a project like the Benjamin's Club, you might have a, a higher royalty for the creators because it's not meant necessarily to be sold all the time. So the incentive already is to sell it. And if someone does sell it, it really then keeps kind of the Benjamin Club guys going and helps support their project even more, allows them to do more cool stuff for the people that are in it. Um, and you're out of it now. So, you know, like you shouldn't care that they get some of the money or whatever. I mean, you got your piece probably from when you when you bought it or minted it. Um, but but I definitely think that, you know, depending on the roadmap, it should reflect that as far as, you know, where they see their value at, as opposed to if they're just trying to grab everyone's aid and get out of here. Yeah, I think yeah, I agree with that, too. Gotcha. It was because you see that I noticed that very much now on JPEG store one whatever place you're selling your stuff. Like you start to type in the ADA that you want to sell it for. And then you see the royalty that hits you all of a sudden. It's like, well, hold on, I'm about to lose 30, 40, 58 all of a sudden based off this. It's like, wait a second. Like, why? Like, what kind, What am I selling right now? Like those kind of that it definitely is interesting to see those things, because if you see projects that are like just a generative like 10K, 5K, whatever it is, project, and they got like seven, eight, nine, ten percent royalties, it's like, what are you really offering me the, the incentive to really hold, like you said, Tom, versus, you know, I, I, like a Cardano, let's take Cardano Kids, uh, those those cards, some of the first ones, which I think we were learning on uh, 
uh, what was it, Cena T Taco Tuesday, what the first Cena T's ever were. Um, and it was the debate between uh, the Barry and the Cardano kids, um, which I think they didn't really mint first. They, they were like the first NFTs in Cardano. Um, but those ones only have a one ADA fee on those if you resell those, a one ADA fee, which is which is very interesting on there as well. But there's a lot of them, though. They've had so many drops that, you know, were the project have enough volume, like it would still make, you know, enough royalty back for the creators, um, and then I know, cool. I know what you mean, Tom, you see that it's kind of like alarming, like, oh man, I'm going to, I'm giving 30 ADA. What am I giving them ADA for? But you're also usually making like four times your mint price for nothing. Yeah. Like you're getting free money back. Like you're stingy, you're bro. Them, what do you mean? What you're giving them their ADA for is for giving you a great project that had this utility that's allowing you to sell it for profit now. And they're just getting a little more of that on the other end because you minted for 40 and you're selling for 500. <laughs> They're 40, right. you know what I mean? They get a little piece now, the 500 yeah. too. It makes sense, especially for some of these projects that stay so engaged and, and keep developing and adding new things to the space for us. Yeah, I mean, I'm not arguing that. I mean, you can even take- I know what you mean though. I see the same thing. It's just like, whoa, 78, I like, that's supposed to go in my wallet. Like I was, I've already done the math of what I'm going to have at the end of this. And that's not the I, same number now. Like what the hell? I, I think I, well, there was a creator, I forget, um, the discord for um, freeroam.io, the one from the ghost chain community that they're making their own marketplace right now, freeroam.io. They had uh, the guy, Hal Alexander in there. He, he had an interesting thing on that about the royalties for creators are all kind of fucked right now. And he's like, there needs to be some sort of kind of a, a standardization process for royalties, or at least an explanation kind of from people uh, when they do drop their projects, because they're all over the place right now. And nobody really is really educated, I think, as far as the common buyer about royalties themselves of why somebody would charge you this versus why some projects charge this. Um, I think that's a good conversation for people to kind of bring up because you can take like a rat's DAO token, somebody like that, where they charge 10% royalties on their token. And that's to fund back the DAO in order to purchase more stuff. So that makes more sense to me why I can accept 10% loss if I were to sell their token versus another 10K project that's generative that's charging me the same thing. And it's like, what are you offering me outside of just having your NFT? You know, I think that's an important conversation for people in the future um, on royalty sales. And I don't know if we've kind of explored that, but it's a good conversation to have. Well, CNFT Alliance is trying to do something about that, right? Yeah. Oh, there hey. Is a, I, yeah. But <laughs> I, I think there is a conversation about getting it started. And maybe that's probably one of the things that CNT Alliance, if it ever comes into existence, would probably be covering, you know. Yeah. Like also, I think another thing that's kind of separate from this conversation is uh, how to set up your fucking Discord. Because <laughs> hey, that's all bro. over the place, too. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Trying to find information Dude. is so bad on Discord sometimes. Man, we were... Uh, I remember that was one of the scary things for us trying to do that. And I know TJ was the one who originally was setting up a lot of the stuff for us in Discord. It was like, dude, what do we need to have? Like, how do you do this? There's no, like, even the tutorial videos bots, on YouTube. All that shit. The bots, yeah, there's so many. Like, is this one about to just, like, rip all the shit out of my you know, like computer if I download and install it? It's like... <laughs> what the fuck's happening here right and uh yeah i think the like the educational well, tools to get into like any kind of just this world is also very scary i think for anybody who isn't too familiar or tech savvy i think that's a whole other conversation you can have well and then uh, sure enough we thought we were ready you know we've been putting it together for a week and a half like two episodes <laughs> i think gone by people are asking like when's the discord coming out you guys kind of mentioned it are you actually going to do this and then finally release it launch it sure enough first day verification bot doesn't work people aren't getting verified people just everybody's in there we tested it too with you yeah. like three times 
Yeah, just make sure you test your verify uh, bot and you don't give your permissions to everyone in other channels. I think we learned that the hard way, but it was fine. It wasn't like we were like some big project dropping in and nobody got verified and everybody just got, we got botted or something, right? Um, no, yeah, exactly. Just there's always something. It definitely gets complicated pretty fast, especially when you start laying or other bots. I think you've had two giveaway bots or something now you've been testing out, Tommy, and trying out new bots. So there's there's a whole bunch of tools in there figuring out which ones are the right ones. Uh, it's, it's not exactly like so straightforward. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if you guys need a, a like a, a whitelist confirmation bot, FutureFest, we built our own. Like it's like okay. 15 lines of code. If you guys need it, by the way, we're just, we're actually going to give it out to the community. We're going to put it on GitHub and just like, because we found nice. that there's a lot of people that actually need this service. Yeah. And are going to people that are charging them for it. And we created it like just, that's because, awesome because we yeah. needed it so, and then we realized that oh great. there's actually a demand for this so we're gonna end up giving it away nice yeah i definitely would look into something like that because you do run into you know if you ever do want to release anything you want to kind of gate some stuff away like it'd be great to have some of those things and it's you know unless you know people inside the community it is tough to find the resources to do that so that'd be an awesome awesome thing to do and definitely we'll probably reach out to you about that 100%. Um, well, I kind of want to wrap it up on the back end over here on the last couple topics um, for, for us. Uh, quick one to mention, um, Cardopoly. Uh, Poppy, I know we had them on on CNFT Taco More Tuesday. Seaplanes. Bobby and Drexler over there and um, some of the other guys. Um, but uh, I just wanted to shout these guys out. They have their mint currently going on right now. There are 750 of these game pieces. They are basically like the Monopoly of Cardano, Cardopoly over here. Um, and they're minting their game pieces for their uh, actual um the, the game that's going to eventually connect and you're going to be able to play online. Um, but want to shout out these guys. I mean, it's a seaplane, dude. I actually ended up minting a seaplane myself. Seaplane, yep. I did. I got, <laughs> I cool. got PTSD, so but it, I, it was great. They had a good time with this. And Someone uh, actually oh, wanted our Discord. They wanted to trade you. Right. Uh, I did have flashbacks that Aonium Sky drop. What was it, Aonium Sky or Soho? No, Disco. Disco. Disco Solaris. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. But uh, these guys are minting right now. Bobby and that team over there, they're very educated. They're very well, you know, well-spoken. They're, you know, they're, they're, if they had a multi-sig uh, transaction drop where you could actually connect your NAMI or your CC vault to their actual website and you would sign a transaction, they actually consulted with Derpers uh, to get that technology over there. So I know Derp's been, um, you know, they're, they're offering their own minting service, I think, upcoming here. Um, but just wanted to shout them out because, the, you know, the technology was, you know, that I had a couple hiccups with CC Vault, but NAMI for me, link the wallet, sign right back into my wallet right away. And I love the fact that people are moving towards that technology, that multi yeah, bingo, bingo. That's where it should be. That's how, that's how easy it should be every time. That's all you want. You don't, this whole other game that you end up having to play with the, the systems is crazy sometimes. Yeah, I love that we're moving towards that. But I, I just wanted to shout these guys out as they're finishing out. I think they're about over halfway sold right now as we currently uh, do this. And they're 80 ADA. Uh, for these things. left, I think I just saw. Yeah, and we're, we're going to get a chance to talk, I think, tomorrow with, uh, you know, assuming everything goes well. I think uh, he's having a baby and stuff like that. But Bobby, we're going to get a chance to talk with the team over there and just kind of go a little bit more in depth with uh, Cardopoly because I think that's interesting realm that we're pushing into, right? Of actual board games making their way into the blockchain um and I, I they were they were they were fun to talk to um so i know probably i don't know what your thoughts are on board games making their way into into the blockchain no i think it's a cool idea i hope they don't get sued um yeah <laughs> besides that we, we spoke with the guys and it seems legit i mean the guy uh that's running the program i mean running the project straight shooter he explained everything mm -hmm. i'll explain uh the artist 
behind the project that was actually um, really well known. And yeah, all this stuff looks great. Even the seaplanes. I love Oh, them. the seaplanes. They give you a little PTSD. I was trying to get the rocket over here just for our, uh, you know, obviously for us over here on F-35, this thing right here. But, uh, you know, I'll take the seaplane. I think it's a funny nod to where a, a time in this space and we'll, we'll look back and just laugh at it. This, that was our biggest obstacle at the time was a cap show with seaplanes. Um, but it was fun, fun little nod. Um, and I, I hope they were able to execute it because it does, obviously, like you said, you, I don't know what the legal ramifications of this are. Right. And I think that's just a whole decentralized world um, that you, everybody runs into that, right. They have a lot of projects that like pay homage to other things where they, if it's something big enough, recognize them or like they could see the shit out of them. Um, I don't, you know, that's always a sketchy part of this, but I think these guys are what they're doing. At least they seem like really good guys. The tech seems right. They're trying to do it right. They pause the mint multiple times to do it right. Um, so I'll be curious to talk to these guys because I think it's a unique thing to be able to it take game nights to a whole new level inside a community. That's for sure. Yeah, some creative ideas. That's what I like to see, at least. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to quick shout them out because I know we're getting a chance to talk to them. And I know we talked on the Taco Tuesday. With Taco them Tuesdays. Well. Oh, yeah, for sure. So shout that out. Um, last thing we wanted to get into was uh, just a quick recap. The CNFT Awards, the first ever CNFT Awards were this past uh, weekend over on Saturday, which um, I got a chance to kind of listen to. I was doing a, a Rocket League tournament with the guys over at Tavern Squad for their game night over there. Um, shout out to our team over there that won that uh, tournament, by the way. Um, but while we were oh, doing yeah, that, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, we won our little Rocket League tournament. So anyway, um, the CNFT awards were going on in the background out there. Uh, this is the first time that it happened. And it was about an hour long uh, for this stuff. And they had this orchestra, which is amazing. Like, the production quality for these guys were amazing what they were doing. Um, I don't know if anybody else got a chance to take a look at them. They had all these different categories. Um, I heard mixed reviews on how they felt about it. Um, the presentation looked nice. But I also heard that, you know, some of this stuff was kind of just once they did it, it was gone. It was over. They moved on to the next ad and that was it. So um, I don't know if anybody got a chance to see it, but um, interesting that we're- I did not. So they just do like a normal award show, like what they had, like best NFT of the year? Yeah. So they had a bunch of different categories That's so here. difficult to do though. I mean, who, was it a community vote? I, I, yeah. I didn't hear a lot there was about different... it. It's so difficult to do and make it so that, I mean, people are just going to be upset and like, how do you choose the best project? Because there's so many different projects. Like, how do you even- Value it was all voting based. Or, okay. they, they were been doing it for a while. And I know NFT Maker Pro, like Patrick Tobler and the guys were a big sponsor for it. And they actually dropped okay. like an NFT link um, for something with Bondly NFT. So they had something going on in the actual description of the YouTube video of the live stream. But I wanted to shout out um, from Tyler Wispaces over here at CNFT News. He did do a good write up on it. Um, and these were the different categories that they had the most impactful, the best collectible, the Zeitgeist oh, okay. CNFT most innovative, long-term utility, generative art, digital art, best community-driven, and CNFT of the year 2020. Those are good, uh, those only, are good categories. Only, I like that. The only thing I think about this that I think it, it was poorly timed. Yeah. Why, like, why wouldn't this be done during CNFTCon? I was just thinking the same thing in my head. Or, like, or why not at CNFTCon so we can all watch it live? That would have been cool. Well, it's like how, and, I guess, how all those work? artists brought together, though, as well. They wanted to, like, touch base into, like, 2021. But the problem is, it's like, you know, we're two and a half months into 2022. So I guess I'm assuming they probably just didn't have the time to get it organized enough by then. Um, but well, I mean, I, like, the VMAs and stuff, they have 
songs on there from over a year ago sometimes that make it on the show win awards i mean they could easily <laughs> yeah. done like a nighttime thing for the cnft con where they had the awards at night at cnft con so all these artists are already here all from all over the world instead of them making a second trip they can do that one big trip to cnft con and have this award show true and, and the year's not even over yet like it hasn't no even yet. so it's yeah. like there there could have they could have waited like what if future fest blows the fuck up next month and yeah. you know, we were like dude we didn't even get in like exactly that's what i'm saying like all these projects that don't get a chance to get in now because it's already done well i wonder <laughs> if they, i think it's just like for for 2021 right i think they oh, wanted okay. to, they wanted yeah, to clear sure. clear that little month period out and now start fresh with 2022 with all of these stuff so i think future fest has a chance in 2022 um i think <laughs> what they choose what was the best project so so i wanted to quick go through some of the winners on this stuff <laughs> but i wanted to shout out because there are like some of the, these categories like best digital art aeonian sky won that and they did have like five, four or five different choices they had uh cardano proxies cardano blocks old money the refresh and aeonium sky aeonium sky won the you know the digital art so uh, that to me was a no-brainer i That's think on, on, yeah yeah um but they had so some of the winners i just wanted to quick touch down ionium sky big shout out to them um and that project i love that generative art over here clay nation one oh, yeah. uh and that was between um you know clay mates the unsigned algorithms happy hoppers and a couple others up here um but obviously some big projects one best collectible one was space buds out here um i think that between yummy universe chilled kongs growing pains and cardano apes i'm always curious about how the categories were like how how those collectibles really got chosen those different ones like not narrowing it down between i i like a yummy universe chill kong space buds growing pains and cardano waves like how those all got to be i don't um, know how you make collectibles. a collectible because to me the best collectible one would have been the hosky nft oh like so, how many they sold like that's the biggest collection so well, well don't well i say just gotta hold on to the hosky thing so as we scroll down like best long-term utility um was vi finance over here um they did. I love. I, I missed out on those too. Those so did have good staking rewards for the Wi-Fi token. Um, I didn't I like miss out on those. Claim was um, there in the nominations again. Oh, that's good. Interesting okay. enough, the Zeitgeist one was the Universe Twenty Five over wow. here. It beat out Old Money um, and Chilled Kongs over there. I thought it was interesting. Mm -hmm. um, best community driven NFTs right. were Clay Nations. Um, obviously, I think that's a, a, a double double win for Clay's right there um most innovative nft one was the unsig 000, 000 the black is a fucking black uh nft of nothing right there oh my god but i mean you know, like when they put the banana on the wall and it's worth five thousand dollars yeah they duct tape it to the wall yeah <laughs> yeah right um i mean that i art. mean I, that's art it's art dude it's, <laughs> it's, so right? it's like yeah the thing just art stab it down there and then um the, the, tom here you go most impactful was your hosky cash grab mm -hmm. nft uh, they did. They did win that on there. So now I, I agree with that, right? Presented by IOHK, it's always so funny to me that Hosky started off the way that it is, and like they're becoming so serious—not serious, but they're still loose. But their shit posting has got a little bit more team, I'd say, compared to the early days of them. Yeah, yeah they don't just like lately. let it fly loose. They don't just go crazy. But um, yeah, they're they're a huge mover inside the space. And then finally, the last thing of the year, which made sense, was CNFT of the year 2021 was Space Buds uh, was the winner on that. So I think that's rightfully so. Um, you know, they were the first 10K collection, the first mover inside the collection. They're the number one, like, prestigious CNFT in the space. If you hold this, you're in a high, high regard. So it makes sense to me why they would win that. Um, Who's that? Who was it? Space Astrobun. Yeah, who are they? No. <laughs> That's, yeah, no, that makes sense. Right? I mean, 2021, it just that, that 
there was they're the, the the name you know what i mean they're the one that is the top of everyone's list on if you could buy any right now you know pretty much almost everyone would say space buds yeah so i don't know i just wanted to just shout out these awards and do a quick little recap i i did get a chance to see it some of the production was really nice um the way that rewards were presented they did have a lot of ads in there too and they did have uh you know some interviews and things like that um, but I obviously think it's the first iteration of this stuff. We'll see it evolve and hopefully we'll see a uh, future fest in 2022 over here. Um, most well, I want to see like future yeah. fest musical guests, like halftime show kind of thing. Like they do at the, uh, the Oscars and stuff oh, like that. Uh, yeah, you guys, that'd be perfect for an yeah. award show, right? You could host like literally the DJ, like the halftime show in future fest on this dude. Yeah, you guys are set up perfectly for that right there. That's amazing right there. I'm telling yeah, you, they, they, they work uh, yeah, well, I, think, like I, think, that. I think all that stuff is great. I, I, I love that there's an award show. That's awesome. Um, I, I just, I just wish the timing was different. Like, I wish yeah. it was all, it was all perfectly coincide. It all happened at the T Con because that's the party, right? CNT Con party of the year. Oh, everybody who's anybody out in the CNT space is going to be out in Vegas. Which for us, I know that'd be my first time in Vegas. Um, out there this year, so I've never been. Yeah, I'm actually never been, which is crazy enough. So, uh, yeah, but I'm excited. I'm I'm very excited. I know we're working on trying to get the hotel and all that stuff right now. So, we were debating on doing a booth. Uh, we originally thought we wanted to, and now maybe we're but doubling back so we can actually spend time and enjoy walking around and getting a chat with everybody. Nah, Oh, man, just get drunk and walk around and say hi. See, that's yeah. what I'm saying. There you just go. Sell some tacos out front at the taco check we're going to bring out there. Like, right? Like, I love the idea of having a booth and some people are excited about it. And we know a lot of people that'll be in that area, but their projects, my only issue with it is, is that we're going to get to meet up with so many people in person that we've got to talk to and, and had on the show that if there's a day that anyone's like, Oh, we're actually, you know, we did the convention yesterday. We're going to go out and do something, you know, outside of this. Now we're kind of going to be locked in. So I, I'm torn yeah. still too. I mean, we're, you know, we're still talking about, we got a little, we got plenty of time still, yeah, but um, it, it is, it is a tough decision both ways. I'm just trying to party out and see. It in yeah, Vegas. I'm just excited to go either way, though. I just know we're going to be there one way or the other. It doesn't matter if we got a booth. Or not. I mean, like you said, if we got a booth out front selling tacos, we're going to be there. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Yeah. I think Tommy's making the 24 hour drive, though. I think that's what he said he wanted. Yeah, that's there. right. Now, 30, 36 or yeah, 36. Like 34 yeah. hours from Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. I know it's a little closer to you out. You're not in, uh, in, in LA or something around close out there, right? Well, I'm. I'm I'm there and I'm only there for the CNFT con. Like, it's going to be fun. Dude, like, for uh, sure. The, the party, Angel Baby Hit Squad, Benjamin's yep. Club, uh, who else? Goats, I heard. The Hidden Order. Uh, <laughs> Cardano Trees. No. Cardano Robin. <laughs> like, yeah. everybody's after party. It's going to be yeah well i think uh we'll definitely we'll definitely be showing up to this that'll that'll be fun so and it's going to be like the homecoming right like everybody's been like you know we're interviewing we're talking to you online right now we've been doing these spaces and everybody's like meeting each other and getting established right now but it's going to be like yo i get to see you in person now like that's going to be dope like we got a little taste of that this year with uh miami and art basil we got a chance to meet up with uh jason matias and uh fettuccine down there when we were down there uh, but it's going to be a whole different world when you get to meet some of these project creators and everybody. So I'm excited, man. That's going to be a whole, whole other uh, party out there. All right, so. gentlemen, as much as I, I've loved being here with you guys and thank yeah. you so much for having me. My girlfriend is going to kill me if I don't yeah. go eat this delicious salmon. She's been oh. cooking. Oh, <laughs> oh. hey, I was about to just segue into the guys. It's been an honor to have Cardano Papi on here. So in true host fashion, 
Carmelo Papi, you can take us out of here on the podcast, man. It's been an honor to have you on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Freedom 35ers, we are here every – no, not me. But they are here every week to give you the best CNFT news delivered straight to your YouTube channel, I guess. That's right. That's perfect right there. And we'll cut it with that. And uh, we appreciate everybody sure listening in. Discord. Make sure you check out the Twitter. Make sure you check everybody out. They got projects coming out left and right out the wazoo. It's going to be nuts. Let's go. <laughs> well, with that being said, we appreciate everybody listening. This has been another episode of Freedom 35ers. And we'll catch you on the next one.